Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. You really adopted the dark. I was born in it. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bazinga. Two in the box. Ready to go. We be fast and baby slow. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right, and we're recording. Uh, thank you, and welcome to the uh, to the Mon Geekmore podcast. Uh, I am Larry Signs. Uh, with me, as usual, is Jeff. What to do? Uh, today we have a couple of special guests. Uh, first and foremost, we have uh, a newbie, a first time uh, on the podcast. Uh, we have Mike Valdez. What's up, comedian, local comedian Mike Valdez, and from uh, Alabama, all the way from the state of uh, the great state of Alabama, we have Daniel DeBona. Hello, hello. Which is, uh, he's uh, of the What's Good podcast. How's that going? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. You're a comedian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, Daniel is a, is a longtime friend. Daniel and I actually got acquainted because I would listen to the show that he was on at that time that I flat out stole, which is now Mount Geekmore. Back then, it was the Mount Rushmore podcast, uh, and they were yes, very sir. nice. They were very nice enough to have me on their podcast. Uh, so then I was able to be on the the last episode. I don't know if you know this, Debona. I was on the last episode that aired of the Mount Rushmore podcast. I do know that. Yeah, that's when uh, that's when I wasn't hosting anymore, but I was just producing. Right, and uh, I was also uh, from the same makers of Mount Rushmore. I was also on the very last episode of uh, TV Life uh, with uh, with our friend Dan, um, who's also on the Mount Rushmore podcast. And so apparently, if y'all want me to uh, end the show, <laughs> you just have me on, that's and it will be the last episode that you guys ever fucking do on whatever <laughs> show you guys got. <laughs> Uh, so they became friends of ours. Uh, the whole Mount Rush Four became. Uh, I became. Uh, you know, it was all through the internet. We uh, we've actually never physically met, but you know, through social media, it's like we've met and uh, we're all good. Uh, and this is his first time on the show, so I'm very happy, very excited to have both of you uh, newbies on the show. Uh, but absolutely, man. So, anyways, today's uh, episode. Uh, let me go ahead. Can you hear me? Yeah, I know he was gonna say something. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was I was gonna say uh, I'm really happy to be doing this. It's been a long time since uh, I've done one of these, so I'm just I'm hyped. Yeah, great. All man. right, I, I'm, I'm I'm hyped to have you on here, man. So uh, the usual intro goes: Welcome to the Mount Geekmore podcast, your favorite podcast where we take uh, the top four, the Mount Rushmore, if you will, of your favorite pop culture subjects. Today's pop culture subject is favorite TV law enforcement officers or agents or whatever the hell peoples of power people yeah. that have a badge yeah. and stuff <laughs> uh, if you have a badge you in if you're in a badge and you ain't in a movie you good man you good. if you got TV sh- if you got TV credits we, we, you can roll with us I'm happy we're doing this because I've been kind of pushing this topic for a while I've been like hey, I don't this, re- I, I don't really remember you ever yeah, the topic. I, yeah. I, I know we brought it up in like very you know vague conversations but I don't remember I was the, I, the moment you brought it up today I was like yeah let's do that I always kept mentioning it, and then it was like, "No, let's do this one." And I'm like, All right, cool. Uh-huh. Well, I guess we'll do this later. No, that's fine. So I'm happy. I'm really excited about this. All right, man. Uh, anyways, so let's go. We go around the room and we talk about how we came up with our our, our list. Uh, Jeff, how did you come up with your list? So um, I literally wrote down every 
uh, character from shows, movie, the shows that I that I enjoyed. I I limited myself um, on certain shows to one uh, character from that show. I just picked the best because I, I there's a couple shows that I probably could have made them out in just on the characters from those shows. So I decided to just limit myself to one. But I mean, there's just so many that we ran the gambit on this one because we we didn't sit, we didn't put a uh, a caveat on no animated or anything like that. So this is completely fair game. Um, yeah, I think my only caveat was uh, that he was, and I know this sounds stupid, that he was an actual law enforcement officer in the show. And the example that I gave was Burt Macklin. He was like he wasn't. So it sounds weird because they're not actual law enforcement. Yeah, I mean, so it's like, yeah. oh, he was a fake law enforcement. Yeah, officer. you he shut was, that shit down yeah. real quick because I, I was like, I, that's was the first thing when Neri yeah, was, was like, hey, let's do this topic. I, 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 I like it. I go, cool. The Burt Macklin counts, right? No, no, no. Because he wasn't a real. <laughs> again, he's real to me. It's stupid to a, say because none of these are real. But you get what I'm saying. He wasn't. He real. was a fake cop on a fake show. He was fake twice. Yeah, <laughs> I needed a real cop in a fake. I needed him to be a real fake cop i can't have you be a fake fake cop you're out of your mind uh, <laughs> oh so. my god that's true because johnny karate he was burt macklin fuck <laughs> <laughs> damn it so okay. anyways uh so that was your that was your yeah. your criteria uh mike what was your how did you make your selection well for me i i don't really watch a lot of cop shows but i i'm also a very unconventional person in in a lot of ways so i was like well I like there's certain TV shows that have cop characters, so then I started thinking of those kinds of television shows, and that's how I got most of my answers here. All right, yeah, uh, uh, Daniel Debona. Uh, this was this was tough for me. Uh, without turning this into a political podcast, not a huge fan of cops in real life. <laughs> so, well, you live um, in Alabama, so uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, <laughs> your story checks out, the bona. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fortunately, I'm white, so they don't mess with me too much here. Still yeah. not a fan, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, must, be, must be great to but, be white, uh, so, <laughs> Yeah, I know. Had to pay off eventually, right? <laughs> <laughs> I miss you so much, um, Debona. <laughs> <laughs> so... I kind of, I kicked around a lot of names. I ended up settling just on cops when I started looking at like agents from a lot of different things. It started to get real murky. So I stuck with just cops and the way my list kind of came out was one super iconic, two that are really relatable and one that I just feel would have been a shame if nobody mentioned. So um, if, if, if you, if you were ever a rush for listener, I do have a TJ pick on here. Oh um, yeah, TJ. But uh, so yeah, so like I said, just just one that that I wanted to talk about, two that are super relatable, and one that I think is just a ridiculously iconic TV cop. I like it. Yeah, man, that's it. Uh, I made the uh, the only kind of self-imposed rules I made on myself is uh, only one from a particular show. Right. So if I was gonna pick one, if there was a, if it was, if it happened to be a cop show, not all of these are cop shows, but if it happened to be a cop show, I'm not gonna pick two or you know, I'm not gonna pick multiple from the same cop show. So you have to just choose one. Uh, again, my own self-made uh, uh, limitation, and uh, and and we're we're all just saying that so we didn't end up making the Mount Rushmore of Law and Order cops, right? Like we right. that out on the table. Well, now. to me, it was gonna be the uh, I was gonna I was gonna just make a Brooklyn Nine Nine uh, mountain, and then I was like, <laughs> right, that, that, I was that's like, where I was going with it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you should probably oh, limit yourself see, to just one, man. See, so. I, I could have I could have easily done a Law and Order cops only one, so I I limited myself to one. <laughs> yeah. I like it. 
Well, I mean, I'm curious to see where we get when we get because there was a hot, there, it was hotly four, contested. There was four Law and Order shows, right? Right, but there's there's only one show that really that like the one that really had like the iconic, which was the Law and Order SVU. That's the one that. See, I disagree, but we're gonna talk about that later. Okay, we'll talk I, about I, that. Later. I, and there's another Law and Order that I whenever I think of Law and Order, I think of one specific criminal character. intent. No. That's another. I mean, I also think of that one as well. I think of that one before Olivia. Let's be honest. We're all, we all know who the fuck we're talking about, right? Here, but I think of uh, of Kingpin before Olivia, and then uh, and then <laughs> Kingpin. I, yeah, and then I think of uh, Barry Barry's dad uh, over. Uh, oh fuck, he's a cop in that show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, criminal. That's say, that's criminal. Barry's dad, the cop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Son of a. Bitch. Do you know what you're saying, Mary? <laughs> Son of a bitch. I just tipped my hand. I just tipped my hand. Uh, all right, so uh, let's start off with. All right, hold on. With the fourth pick. That's, yeah. Round four. I'm in no mood for your wife's crack. Let's get it on. All right, number four. Uh, Jeffrey, what do we have for your number four pick? All right, you know, Devona talked about iconic, iconic uh, police officers. So my number four is Lieutenant Dangle from Reno 911. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta jump in here with you and just let you know that's also my number four. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> with you, yeah. Dangle is my number four as well. <laughs> the Lieutenant Dangle is one of the most fantastic characters on any cop show. I'm sorry. The shorts, the boots, the 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 the, the skating, the rollerblading oh. episode was so fun. Like he <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. He and and it's it's just because you can always tell that he means well but he doesn't know how to do things properly and um just just the the interactions he has uh, you know like they never really say he's gay until later on yeah yeah but it you always see like him with um with um oh what's his name davona um jones Jones, with jones yeah (laughs) he's uh, that he's always doing like the flirting with him there was one episode where he like he he got a big bust and so they promoted him to like another department or whatever yeah and then in that same episode at the end he came back and then he like like a business as usual like he didn't leave i think it was like the marshals or something i forgot yeah something like that and they were like he got got promoted to the marshals yeah and then he was and they were like so they they realized you were gay like yep kick me out immediately It's, he's he's such a great character in the fact that you know there was never any question that he was gay. Like it wasn't like he was ever closeted. Like it, right. it was it was just it was just spectacular in that aspect. And he was so he was just so funny. And one of the best things about Jim Dangle was there was always that air that he was in charge, even though he possibly knew less of what was going on than anyone else except for Trudy. Yeah. And <laughs> it, <laughs> And and just and his constant flirting with Jones, like it just everything he did was always so funny and so memorable. Like, do you guys remember the time when they heavily, heavily insinuated that Jones had sex with him and it put him in the hospital because he couldn't walk? <laughs> That's I hilarious. That. That's hilarious. There, there was an episode, and at the end, Jones is like, "Well, I'll try anything once," and then it does like a post stinger, and it. And it's uh, Dangle in the hospital, and he's like, "Yeah, I can't walk." Now. And like, oh my god! Like, so, and, and that was that was just such a great. I loved it. And that show as a whole, I just I loved that it. it was just a it was a one hundred percent parody of cops. 
just in every aspect mm-hmm. of it, it. It felt so great, and he was always the driving force that kept it alive. See, I, I, I was late to that show to some extent, not years late, but I was like maybe season two or whatever, and I just kept seeing like uh, clips on the internet. That was back when they, like you would see clips on the internet, and you would think it's a real clip. And I remember the first clip that I saw of the show was of a traffic stop by Wendy McLovin, Kobe, where she yeah, pulled yeah. a guy over and a guy was walking the line. Oh, to dance? Yeah, the and then he one? started dancing. He's like, what about one, two step, one, two step, all this. And she's like, oh, are you a, are you a dancer? And he's like, no, I'm just drunk. And he's like, all right. So when that, and that whole thing was shot in the in the, in, in the way uh, a dash cam like video. It was cops. Like it, it was, was like cops. cops. And so it, when yeah. I saw that video, I thought it was a real video. And I was right. like, oh, that's fucking hilarious. What? Like, is this, like, I thought it was a real story and shit. And then they were like, no, it's a TV show. And I got, I got to watch the show now so I that was my introduction to that show so to me as much as I love Dango and I love all these characters are great but I, to me it was I was always focusing on Wendy McLovin's character just that that well, was we where were my focus yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but and, and I mean and and I mean I know we're doing the TV show side of it but even like the Reno 911 movie, movie was fucking great was what like they were able to transition it and it was fucking I to me I loved it a lot of people thought it was it was bad oh, I, but I thought it was great I I Fuck, and the rock was in it. It was fucking great. Yeah, but but Dangle Dangle's just just when you think of Reno nine one one, Dangle's usually the first person that you think of just, on there. Just new boot goosing, man. <laughs> new, new boot, boot goosing. goosing. <laughs> uh, you know, one of the things about Dangle that I always loved was the the concept that he just put up with the fact that Trudy was madly in love with him even though he was gay because she was brain damaged yes. so you know it was like he just let her you know live her little fantasy and he never really shit on it too bad like i, I always thought that was really endearing with dangle it and and the thing is thomas lennon he's he's such a a great actor like i mean from the state and everything like that so when when i saw that he was doing that show i was in yeah for sure yeah so, but yeah, so I guess me and Debona's number four is uh, Dangle. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Dangle. Mike? My number four is probably a character that is going to be tabled for sure. It's uh, Detective Jake Peralta. Oh, man. I would, you know, that was that's that's one that I had on my list, and I changed it for another character on that yeah. show. So. Yeah, I, I am not tabling that because I also have a different character from that show. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. I love, I love Jake Peralta just because... He's just a lovable idiot, man. Like, he's just, like... And not only that, sometimes his, like... The dumb things that he does are sometimes the reason why they solve things. Well, I love I what I what I love about what I love about uh, in a, a lot of these characters that that are you know that TV shows that are like you know less than smart they do goofy things. Yeah. But I really love when TV shows portray people that know what they're doing, and he's right. actually a really good detective. Yeah. He's like, he's like a smart bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. the best way to describe it. He's and, a smart bro. And and in and in the very first episode of the series, we see him and Amy having a competition of who can. Uh, close out the, the most arrests yeah. in a month yep. and so I love when they sh- when any show when any, like Michael Scott is a very very not likable character yep. right but what I love about him well season 3 he becomes lovable boy. I, and but w- when they show him being a good salesman or being a good manager or whatever like when those very few glimpses you get you're like oh okay I fucking get it now yeah. like that makes sense right. and that's I like Jake Peralta man I, yeah. I, I love he's and he's funny and he never takes anything too serious and then uh, yeah. but that's Show is fantastic. The whole yeah, show. Yeah, and I'm also just a huge Andy Samberg fan as well. Like, I just think that that dude's really funny. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, but like, yeah, Jake Peralta, like, and and then not to mention the fact that like his one of my favorite things with Jake Peralta is that his hero is John McClane. Yes. yes. And they did that whole they did the whole Die Hard, you know, um, the they, they he did that the 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 movie in his head. Oh, the intro. The intro. The intro. When they were when they were uh, going from uh, Fox to uh, NBC, mm-hmm. um, there the, one of the promos was a you know it was like a minute long like basically him being John McClane yeah. and then they cuts to reality and he's like and then I'll say uh, join the NYPD join the NYPD and they're like no no we're just gonna no that's yeah. not gonna happen but it was a, it was a great clip and then that like his wedding cake was Nakatomi Plaza yes that was fucking great <laughs> wasn't that fantastic like it, it Jake Jake Peralta is one of those characters that like you said yeah he's he's he does stupid stuff mm-hmm. and he's he's not always on top of it but He's you can you always know that he's smart enough that he's gonna figure it out. Of course, yeah. You know, and, and not only that, I also think it's really funny that he's like really scared of his boss. Because <laughs> like, who wouldn't be of that of that dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> there's that whole father thing that he's like absentee father, so he's looking at, at yeah, that's great, man. That he calls him dad. Yeah, he keeps yeah. calling him dad. Exactly. Throughout the thing. Did you dad. just call him dad? No. 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 <laughs> Fantastic. That's a great pick, I'm, though. I'm. Super late to the the Brooklyn Nine Nine. Like I'm just now starting Brooklyn Nine Nine. Like in the past month, oh. I know I'm super super. Nah, late man. To you it. know what? Welcome, brother. Yeah, Welcome. Man. It's gonna are be. You, are you I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. Good, yeah. I'm kind of envious of like that people like that because I'm like, oh, you get to watch it for the first time and you get to go yeah, through dude. six seasons. Like just, <laughs> fuck, man. I, I, you know, that was great. Yeah, that's fantastic, man. It's a great run. Uh, all right. So Debona, you said uh, that you had Lieutenant Dango as well yes sir. correct so and then my number four is uh vic Mackey from the shield i never saw that show Ooh. me neither is that the dude that looks like a wiener that's, uh, that that's the thing from fantastic four yeah oh okay michael yeah, chitlis yeah, yeah. michael chitlis <laughs> so uh, wait, or as we call gonna, him the commish pr- yeah I was gonna say we're gonna pretend he's, pretend he's not the commission. Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the commission. <laughs> holy, commish. holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> I, I forgot about the. Uh, and if there was any character, if you've ever watched, if you've ever watched the commission, I I would say watch the commission. Like if there was somebody that had infinite amount of time, watch the commission and then watch the shield right after. And it's yeah. hilarious because it's the vice. It's it's so opposite. The entire show is phenomenal. Um, I would put that show up there, uh, right underneath Breaking Bad like the wire type of like that's okay. how great that show is stuff, yeah. uh and uh but the, he he's a dirty cop he's fucking dirty what was his name again uh, vic Mackey, <laughs> detective vic Mackey. vic Mackey. yeah so um he's a he's a dirty cop but in it, it's he plays the perfect anti-hero because he still believes that he's a good cop but he does shit that's illegal but to you know, he he believes that the 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 that it justifies at the end. Like he believes that like oh these you know I you know like so he'll beat the shit out of somebody for a confession, but he know because he knows that person did it. Right. You know what I mean? So, but he just can't prove it. But he's not about to let that dirtbag or that child molester go back out on the street. And he he's not one of those guys that lets you know stuff like you know legality or the law get in his fucking way of arresting right. that guy. So, but it's a banana and was, show. And he was a super interesting character in the fact that. You always found yourself appalled at how relatable he was. Yeah, like when you when you watch the Shield, you're like, oh man, this guy is awful. And, and then you think about the things you're, he's doing, and you're like, maybe if I had power like that, I'd have the balls to swing it like that. You know, like he's you 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 find yourself 
getting into these situations where you're like, well, I mean, I get it. What he did was wrong, but he means to an end type thing. And, and you end up really feeling and relating for Vic Mackey, which you then feel horrible about because the dude is a complete and total piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, he is. It's one of those things where, you know, everything from his personal life to the way he, he is as a cop, like it, it's, but he gets shit done. Like it's one of those things where he cleans up the streets and he'll like, he, it's very much in the vein of, and he's not as dirty as Alonzo from Training Day because Alonzo right. for Training Day was just out to, for himself. Right. Like he doesn't give a fuck about, you know, bettering society. Uh, Vic Mackey will tell you that he puts, you know, he has all these arrests and all these things, but he doesn't get there the the quote unquote right way so it's a very you know he's a great anti-hero he's he doesn't do like he's like like the bonus side he's fucking dirty he's just he's 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 a you know despicable human being but fuck you you watch the show and you and you're like all right you never i never found myself writing him off i never said fuck this guy i don't want to watch this show because this guy's that, that much of a prick i don't i never found myself doing that uh, and truth be told, I'm still I'm still on the last season. Like I've watched that. I've watched. I think that season. I think there's five seasons of that show, if I'm not mistaken, um, or whatever the number is. Let's say it's five. I've watched the first four seasons. I've binged the first four seasons like three separate times. And then every time it gets to the fifth season, I do this on purpose to multiple shows where I don't want to finish the season because once I finish it, I know the show's over and I won't right. get any more. And then it goes years, and I go fuck. I should go back and watch the whole thing again because now <laughs> Let me I forgot finish what that. happened. Yeah. Right. Uh, Glenn Close was in season was in season season two and she was his boss and that dynamic was fucking bananas well Glenn Close is fucking amazing she's the fucking best she was so good dude Uh, so anyways Vic Mack is my number four All right. Uh, All right. so we have our number fours are uh, we have Lieutenant Dango from Reno 911 we have Detective Jake Peralta from Brooklyn 99 and we also have uh Lieutenant Dangle from Reno 911 and Vic Mackey from The Shield so that's our number fours did you hang up on DeBono no he hung up on me oh uh-oh. He cheated. He, he's like, fuck you. I'm done. Yeah, he was like, fuck Mick, Vic Mackey. Are you yeah. out of fucking mind? I'm assuming he's going to call back. <laughs> he right. was outside. That Neri, wind thing you, was... Would you mind turning my headphones down just a little down bit? Down where you are... Uh, is that better? Yes. All right. So much better. All right. Sorry, man. Is that why you weren't talking? You're like, ah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going through so much pain. <laughs> Dying right now. <laughs> are you, is it better? It's perfect, yeah. All right. Well, I think we got to wait for the, uh, the boner to call back. Um... See, you talk, he talked shit about the cops and they went over there. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, boy? Tell him, man, we ain't got shit to do. All right, there, there he is. He's calling back. He's calling back. There he is. All right. Um, was it uh, that bad of a pick, the bone? You, you, were, you, were, you were talking. You were talking the shield, and then uh, my the, the, the sun signal at my hat is weird sometimes. I'm, I'm closer to the router now. I should be good. Oh, all right. All cool, good. Uh, all right. So we are mm-hmm. going to round three. Three is a magic number. Yes, it is. <laughs> you right. appreciate that one, Debona, huh? The re- yeah, <laughs> that so, was my contribution. Yes, it was. <laughs> All right, so we have uh, we have number. Th- oh, sorry, number three picks. Uh, Jeff, who do you have for number three? Number three is my only federal officer that is on on my list, and that is Jethro Gibbs from NCIS. Um, Mark Harmon. How do you spell Jethro? <laughs> Wait, I'm asking the guy from Alabama. How do you spell yeah, Jethro? Yeah, no, I, no, I got where you were going. Yeah. Um, NCIS is is one of those guilty pleasures of mine. It's been going on for God knows how many years now. I think it's it's in it's in like is it the original NCIS? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the original NCIS. Um, Mark Harmon 
yeah. from summer school fame. <laughs> I know you love you. That, that, was, that, that was a previous pick on like three episodes ago. He picked summer school. But yeah, he a literally movie? Jeff Jeff picked summer school for one of the best movies of '92. Whatever. They, no, they it was gave. and we did summer movies. Oh yeah, we had movies. Yeah, best summer movies. And then that I'm was sorry. His, yeah. Did you not see summer school? I did. I'm not saying it, it was a bad pick. I'm just saying that this is the second time. The bone is losing his shit with summer school. I don't know if I'd pick that movie if it was four movies with the word summer in the. <laughs> I fucking like love that movie. 500 days of summer, yeah. endless <laughs> summer. I, I I did mention endless summer is honorable. Mention, summer's right? Eve, uh, <laughs> summer's <laughs> Eve. But Jethro, so Jethro Gibbs, I I just love because he he's the leader of the of the team. He has to deal with all these personalities like in a lot of these shows, but he always manages to keep his cool, even though that team goes through so much throughout all those seasons. They lose team members in horrific ways. Some get disappeared. Like um, the, the one thing going on right now is with Ziva that she had left, and so I think she came back. I, I haven't been following recently because, like I said, it's been... Yeah, yeah I mean, the show forever. goes off forever. Right. But, I think one of those things like, I love The Simpsons. Oh, did you see season 27? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but like yeah. Jeth- Jethro Gibbs always had this this cool and you know it's NCIS so it, like you know the, it, it's got that the Navy aspect with it and like I, I, I just really love that his character that he um, he, he even when he's frazzled he's not frazzled if that makes sense like he he always he always seems to have stuff in, in the right frame of mind to be able to pull everybody together to keep everything in line and just get to where they need to go you know and and i i just love the interactions he has with the team and um you know i i i just i i love that show that's a show that my dad and i used to watch when i was still living with my dad like we would watch that show for like all the time that was the one that we watched together yeah so i'm uh, not i, I, I I'm not mad at the pick. I, I I used to watch NCIS mainly for um you know goth CSI chick. Oh yeah. But, uh, oh yeah. Abby. Abby. Like like yeah, Crime Lab Abby. Like that was that was the main reason I watched. But he's he's a really good boss. Like he he's always really he's very intuitive with his people and understands what they need and how to motivate them individually. And uh, I would almost be more likely to put him on a list of good good bosses. <laughs> been, been good TV yeah. Well, I, yeah. I I don't like him um, because he hits his uh, employees over the head, and my father-in-law watches that fucking show, and then he starts fucking hitting people over the head, including me. And I'm like, hey, I'm a fucking grown-ass man. I got kids. Can you stop hitting me over the fucking head? Uh, and I don't tell him that. I say that in my internally, in, internally, yeah. and then I just you know uh, take it out of my wife, like every fucking man does. Uh, but, <laughs> But, so I blame Jethro for that. So yeah. you're, you know, blame him. Sorry. I'm doing, right. No, uh, and and that you did mention a good point, uh, Debona, that with with Abby, the, his interactions with Abby are always amazing because, you know, she she kind of looks up to him like that father figure, and you know he he always knows exactly him with him and Ducky too. Like the interactions with him and Ducky, the the you know the the um, him and and Abby, like it's always. Like you said, he's a good boss. I guess kind of you're right. It might be more of a good boss than a good cop. But I just, I you know, agent-wise, I, I just, I love Jethro Gibbs. So that's my number three. All right. Nice. So uh, that's number three. Mike, what do you got for your number three? My number three is a officer from one of my favorite 
sitcoms. It's Officer Carl Otis Winslow. Yeah. I like it. All right. I like it. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> it's, now, here's my question. Is it Officer Winslow or Sergeant or Lieutenant Winslow? Yeah, because he, he gets he, he gets does, promoted. Yeah, he gets he gets promoted twice on that show. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and it goes kind of back to what you were saying about Jake Peralta, where when he's doing his job, he's the best at doing his job, Mm -hmm. you know? And then, but also like we see the issues that he has when he comes home, essentially, like he obviously has anger issues, but it's because of the neighbor, obviously. Right. Well, when you, when your neighbor steals your show, yeah, it becomes (laughs) an issue, right? It becomes an issue. Yeah. When he obviously did something and keeps asking, did I do that? Come on. Yes, (laughs) you you did. I have a gun. (laughs) You can, how can you build a time machine, but you don't know you fucking did that. (laughs) The fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. I know how to hide bodies. Did you not drink enough cool juice this time, Steve? (laughs) um but yeah he's i love family matters and it's in you know no pun intended it was kind of a cop-out for me to say carl winslow but yeah i love i love carl and and i know with with carl winslow like i i still remember to this day that episode where he he goes into that um cafe cafe because his son got pulled over yep and has that like rate like the racism oh, I, I, argument? I don't remember that one. With I don't know, do you, Debona, do you remember that one too? Um, I remember something similar, but uh, I, I remember it from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That's right. the one yeah, I remember. Yeah. Right, yeah, the one with Dean Kane. Yeah, with Dean yeah. when they're in the jail, that's, the prison that's, cell. No, that's that's, different world. that's different yeah. world. Yeah. Oh no, that's a different world. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? Dean Kane was in Sorry, he was he probably character was. in two in he two probably, shows. Probably, probably, but no, but yeah, he so yeah, no, they, they go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, DeBono. Okay, yeah, they, they did an episode of Fresh Prince where they got pulled over for driving too slow, and they were black in a nice car in a rich neighborhood. Yeah. Right. So they got yeah. uh, they got pulled over. Right, because they were transporting the car for one of uh, Uncle Phil's friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To Palm yeah. Springs. Right. So, but they did a similar thing where Eddie gets pulled over by these two cops, and and he basically has the talk with them of. Why did you pull him over? What? And it was that it was their moment, like that Fresh Prince moment All of right, right shining on. the light on it. And my was, my best friend is a huge Family Matters guy, and when I say huge, I mean like you know that canned laughter that they have. Yeah, that's he's, him. He's in it. That, no, that, that's him. That's the whole time. Yeah. He's that he's in the canned laughter. Like yeah. he, but he's legitimately finds it funny. And I love watching that show, and I haven't done it in fifteen years, but I, I love watching that show with him. Yeah. Because it makes it funnier. I'm like, I just laugh. You know what I mean? Like, laughter is contagious. I'm like, oh man, he's having a great time. This shit is funny. Yeah. Right. And it's yeah. like, it's like that cheesy, corny family laughter. But he's laughing. Like, he's legitimately laughing. So yeah. To, to bring it to to bring it to a real moment, kind of. It's like I feel like TV shows don't really do these like very special episodes anymore because yeah. they're afraid of. You know what? What are people gonna think? What's McDonald's gonna think if we make a racism episode? But it's like, but it is a problem, so maybe we should do it. Well, you know? uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine did a a a episode in the last season, and mm-hmm. I, this is not a spoiler, Debona, because by the time you get there, you'll forget about this. Uh, it's um, it's alright, but it's a woman. It's like a, it's like it's like the, the the shit that women deal with in the work. Oh yeah, yeah. That, and it was it was one of those. And again, they make it funny. They made it of funny, course, so it's yeah. fine. But Blackish does that a lot, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. where it's very topical. It's very like about about the problems in society, but they yeah. make it funny. So I think, yeah, yeah it's that. But you're right. They don't have that. They don't have that music. They had that in the in the in, Carmichael show. They, they did that for a little bit. 
Jamar Carmichael show? Yeah, he had he. Had oh, that's a, right. Yeah, he yeah, did yeah. Shows about like no, no, but 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 stuff. it was like, but was it? it my here's my question because the blackish does it and they do it in a funny way. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but um, what I'm thinking about are shows like Different Strokes, where you yeah. know they, they have that that, that child pornography yeah. episode where nothing in that episode was funny. There's like yeah. zero laughter and like two, and it's like a it's always like a three episode arc where you're like, right. for, we haven't <laughs> laughed for three fucking weeks. Different Strokes, like there's a there's a situation. <laughs> yeah. And I get it. I totally get it. It's child pornography. Like, this. and then the other yeah. one, he gets kidnapped. Sam gets kidnapped. Uh, who had it? Roseanne back before, like the original Roseanne show had like those serious. Um, li- uh, All in the Family had the one with Edith Bunker almost got raped, mm-hmm. yeah. and it was like, yeah, I know oh, what you God, mean. Yeah. The, yeah, it was like we were like, oh, this is fucking. Yep. Thank you, situational comedy. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. So. <laughs> 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 So here's the, here's here's my question about Carl Winslow. Yeah. Do you subscribe to the theory that Carl Winslow is the cop in Die Hard and he had a really bad day and was like, I can't take the West Coast anymore. I'm going home to Chicago. <laughs> I mean, it would only make Die Hard better, so yeah. yes. <laughs> so funny. If, if not, then what the hell are we fighting for? Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just one terrible day and he's like, forget this. Bro. I'm out. Oh, going would, home I'm gonna go live with my mama yeah. I'm done with this. and he brought her the teddy bear I'm, oh, no. gonna, I'm gonna go live with my wife who's an elevator attendant for the perfect strangers guys oh my god <laughs> exactly oh. yeah yeah no but that's a great pick Carl Winslow's fantastic yeah yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, Carl Winslow is great. I was having this conversation with uh, Dave, our, our usual panelist, uh, who couldn't make it today, and he was like, yeah, but do we actually see him be a cop? And I rattled off like three yeah. specific instances, and they're like, okay, but aside from, he's like, aside from that one, I go, what about this other one? He goes, aside from those two, and what about this other one? He goes, yeah. okay, so we've seen him be a cop a couple times, I guess. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you. I don't think you watch the show, man. You should yeah. watch the fucking show. He's like always in a cop costume. Yeah, yeah. Always in a, yeah he's always in a uniform. Yeah. 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 So. I call it a costume, so yeah. I'm, a, I'm a theater guy yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, it's so Please don't pull me over officer your costume looks so nice <laughs> <laughs> that might be why i didn't get a ticket <laughs> oh you went to south beach that's nice yeah. um <laughs> all right uh so debono who do you have for uh, for your number three all right, I am going to go the complete, total, and opposite end of the spectrum from Carl Winslow on my number three. Yeah. And I'm going to go with Rustin Spencer Cole from the first season of True Detective, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, wow. That's, oh. A, great That's a great fucking pick. That's a great pick. Holy shit, I didn't think um, about that. I haven't finished that, that season. In, <laughs> really? In, in, one, in, <laughs> in one season, True Detective managed to build this insanely dynamic character with an incredibly tragic backstory who is generally and always smartest man in the room Mm -hmm. and created what was just one of the most fascinating, not just TV cops, but television characters of all time. Yep. He, he had this insane backstory of how a mess head had killed his daughter and so he starts going undercover to do drug busts. Then they spin the whole story about how he became the guy that they could count on for the super deep cover drug bust because he would actually do drugs to continue to stay undercover. And all of this backstory from, and you see the progression in the very first episode, you start off and you see him as this old grizzled drunk guy who's obsessed with the one who got away. But then you also see him in his first case as the, 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 the accountant, 
I think is what they, the tax man, the right. tax man no, is what they called him. And he's got that huge ledger where he's just taking notes and he's got it all together and he's this perfect cop in what he's trying to do. He was, he was great because he was flawed. He had so many problems, but he always fought through them and he was always doing what he thought was best for the case. He was very detail driven and, and there was just something about him that, that made him just this incredible character. He was the reason that you wanted to know. Like, yeah, there was the whole insane story and time is a flat circle and all of that that, that kept everybody watching. Uh, Woody Harrelson was great in that show, but Matthew McConaughey as, as Russ drove that show from yeah, it from started the, the flat, McConaughey's. From, yeah, it drove yeah. in a Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> And you know why? Because he's been driving that Lincoln before he was famous. Yeah. Before he got paid You know to why? Because <laughs> he keeps getting older, but they just stay the same. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, all, all right, the all right. stay the same. <laughs> They're all the same car. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, so, I got to finish that it, season, it was, man. I got to finish that show. It's so good. Yeah. It, it's so, so good. And, and that show, uh, just as a whole, season two was 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 a hot was a dumpster fire but season three yes. kind of bounced back but i mean that first season is it for a one run like mini series like if you eliminate all other seasons of true detective and you look at that as a mini series or in the young comics we call them a one shot mm-hmm. if you look at it from that perspective that is some of the best television that, that's ever been is that first season uh, of True Detective, and this is why it was because of Russ. He was spectacular in that show. I love that. I love that pick. That's great. Great pick, man. Great pick. I've seen a couple episodes, and uh, I see nothing to argue against it. Uh, Especially Alexander Daddario. Wait, what? Oh my God! Yes. Oh Wait, my what? God. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to three old creepy guys talking about a young hot chick. She's twenty something. Guy that's really uncomfortable. Yeah. Right <laughs> and a guy who hasn't been around me long enough to be okay with this. <laughs> I gotta go. Um, yeah. All right. Um, all right, Neri. What's your number three? My number three is Captain Holt from the Brooklyn Nine Nine. Table. Yes. Table. All right. So we're tabling. All right. Captain okay. Holt. Uh, and that's from Brooklyn and I so we have for our number threes we have Jethro Gibbs from NCIS we have Lieutenant Carl Winslow from Family Matters Detective Russ Cole from True Detective and Captain Holt from the Brooklyn Nine-Nine all right um, oh I took it off why did I take it off Ni- oh you, really oh nice job Neri messing it up <laughs> all right all right sorry sorry it's, it's there round two Dose, the sequel to Uno. All right, so uh, for number two is Jeff. What do you got? What do you got? It's so fancy. Lewis and I used to have to do all the sound effects with our mouth, and then I went in and posted and just dubbed it on top of it. No. <laughs> <laughs> the we literally got this mixer like two months ago. Like, this is not, uh, this is a brand new thing. This is like, literally, I'm still a kid with a toy, with a new toy in Christmas. I'm like, I get to do sound effects. Like, this is the, like, the exact reason why I bought this mixer was just for these. Mi- They're like, oh, what are the megahertz? I'm like, cool, 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 cool. But the buttons, right? You get the sound <laughs> That's all I give a fuck but like, about. Like hockey, I need lasers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just need. I need. W- w- when I get really excited, I want to be able to. That's 
That's my thing, right? I was literally just about to say, tell me there's a Jamaican air horn button. (laughs) So, yeah, I get, uh, and if you, I'm waiting for somebody to make a shitty pick because I got one of those buttons. I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for one of you to make a shitty pick. (laughs) So, all right. uh, Um, do you want me to make a shitty pick right now? Well, all right. I'm just kidding. Right. Um, no, actually, I, I didn't want to take away from your song and dance, but Captain Holt's my number two. All right, right on, man. Captain um, Holt. Captain Holt is probably by leaps and bounds my favorite character on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. Um, uh, to me, it's a tough. Uh, to me, it's one A and one B between him and Jake Peralta. Uh, Jake, honestly, yeah. I mean, I love Jake, but but just the deliveries of Captain Holt and it, it it's that it, he's that that you know like. That soft spoken. That even when he's like d- joking and and laughing, he's like, "That was hilarious." Look like, at me, I'm laughing. Can, that's yeah. the funniest <laughs> like that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And then yeah. there's just that one. There was like that one episode when they were all guessing what why Amy was late. That and they were like like Jake was saying like she was I think she she was having sex with a, a mole man or something and he's like no she's you know probably went to go to the bank and it's, it's the, there was a delay in the line and everybody's like no get out of here blah blah she shows up and she's like. She says, "Yeah, well, there was an issue at the bank," and he just goes, "Hot damn!" <laughs> like, I like when he, my favorite is when he goes, "Vindication!" Yeah, like that's yeah. my favorite fucking like, Holt moment. It, it's just, it's just something that you know, like Holt. He, you know, he is a character that even though he's very, he's very, he's always usually quiet, dry, and that kind of stuff. He's a character that seems some shit because when you see the bat, his all the well, I don't want to spoil too much for you, Devona. No, dude, I. Don't, don't don't sweat me. I'm I'm not worried about Brooklyn Nine Nine spoilers. But he um so so in flashbacks and stuff like that, you see that he's like, well, I was a gay black man in the police force in the seventies, so you can imagine how that went. And you see all the bullshit he had to deal with and all the struggles he had to deal with, and it makes him a better person. Even though people think he's a hard ass, yeah, he's really not a hard ass. He's a hard ass to make his team better and make his squad better yeah and have you ever the uh, andre bronger is the the name of the actor have you ever seen like movies or other television shows that he's ever yeah seen? man he's like a serious actor. yeah he's like <laughs> I, I i don't and i don't know if this is true but it, he's one of those guys that when you see him you go I feel like he's like one of those like Shakespeare, yeah. right. Shakespearean, oh, like what they call is. a Shakespearean trained actor. You're mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's 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 been in some real serious dark shit, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, um, all right, I guess. I think I think that's why that character works so well, yeah. though. Yeah, it's because he's playing it at a hundred. Yeah. yeah, and like that's what makes it funny in a lot of ways. And then him and his, and then his husband when they when they're together, it's just the 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 playoff on, on there and then him went doing the co- competitions against Jake like when they're doing the the Halloween the Halloween episodes yeah, the, the Halloween episodes the so. bono have you gotten to the Halloween episode yet yes the first one yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah. So well that every, that goes, every year they, they do it one. every year they have one every year they do an, a okay. Halloween episode that's like their their special episode that they make sure to do every yeah. year that there's another heist competition yeah and and just him it, it him doing those interactions and him you know dealing with with all all like the stuff that he actually has to deal with like he's trying to move up and he's getting pushback from people because even though he's a by the book person he also knows when there's stuff that's wrong when there's things that are that are not right and even if those affect him moving up he won't support it yeah and he won't go for it so even though it's a character in a comedy series it's hysterical he do, he's actually a really fucking deep character. Of yeah, course, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's it's a well written role. Yeah, uh-huh. and it's a very well acted role. And it's yeah, but it's it, he's really fucking. Yeah, good, though. 
I, I like when he's on Twitter. He gets on Twitter finally. He's reluctant to get on Twitter, but he gets on Twitter, and he's posting like police codes and like zero eight nine zero. And so he goes on and on and on, and then he goes, "Oh, I got. Uh, I don't know why I got blocked. I got blocked by Twitter." And then uh, they were like, "Because Twitter thinks you're a bot." <laughs> 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 yeah, and and then the, the 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 other thing I love about it is the fact that you have him in the way he is uptight, serious, all that stuff, and then his assistant is Gina, yeah, who doesn't give a f- like she's, she's just there, the exact opposite. Right? She's the complete opposite, but he doesn't fire her because he sees he she she's part of the squad, right? You know, and it's it. I I don't know. I just I just love Holt. Like yeah, Holt's great. He's man. he's amazing for me. He's great, man. Uh, all right, so we got Captain Holt. Uh, Mike, who do you got for number two? My next one is, it's my heart, so it's uh, it's Chief Clancy Wiggum from The Simpsons. <laughs> I love it. That's an honor- <laughs> that was an honorable mention for me. It's my heart, man. Like, I mean, that dude is such an idiot, but <laughs> like, and with an even dumber son. And like, <laughs> Did but- you see the thing that they came out with that they showed his Ralph's hair and that it was the, it's the same hair, not as Wiggum, but as... The one of one of the cops, the other cops. I never saw that. Yeah, yeah, like, it's, yeah. it's recently where they, it's it's they're saying that it's not it's not Chief Wiggum's son, That's but funny. but they don't <laughs> but they don't I don't know if they I, I think that they don't they just play it off as like they never address it. Yeah, it was yeah, just, just animation. Like the yeah, audience yeah. the audience sees it, but it's, I don't think it's a thing that they're, right yeah. right yeah. But he, yeah, he's just it goes back to being that that lovable idiot like he he tries so hard but just does everything wrong you know like <laughs> like he just does everything wrong and it's so funny to me i i even wrote like some some of my favorite quotes um fat tony is a cancer for for this city he's the cancer and i'm the uh what cures cancer <laughs> like everything he says is gold dude like um like there was one where there was a plane crash and, and everybody gathers around and he's just like, okay, guys, there's nothing to see here. Oh my God, there's a plane crash. Everybody gather around. <laughs> I this remember that. <laughs> Everybody gather wow, around. This That's is crazy. <laughs> oh, I remember that one. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, um, hit that character. Holy shit. Chief Wiggum. He was, he was. I, I fucking love him. He he he, like you said, those zingers, yeah. those 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 one liners, those. It, it it it's like I I don't know. I just can't. He I can't. You know what would be great would be if somebody were to edit the Dumb and Dumber movie with Chief Wiggum and Homer Simpson. <laughs> that would be great. As as Lloyd and and like just because they're both. I just I was about to ask who do you think is dumber, and I was like, oh, that's like a Dumb and Dumber question. Like yeah, who do you think is dumber? Well, one Homer of them Simpson? is a nuclear engineer so i mean <laughs> is he, is he? <laughs> even I'll, I'll 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 see that show and i'll raise you what if we got a buddy cop show that was wiggum and bar brady oh my god so good yes i'm into that like uh, just, just wiggum and bar brady in a squad car, like Reno 911 style. Oh, fuck. I would love that. <laughs> so good. So I would good. fucking love that. Oh, my God. So good. All right. Uh, so, Chief Wiggum. I love that pick. Good pick. Uh, uh, DeBono, who do you got? All right. My number three is no, who no, I no, really number wanted. Two. Number two. No, number two. Excuse me. Number two. My number two is who I really, really wanted to be my number one. 
but I couldn't bring myself to make him my number one because he's never been the main guy in a show. Before I give you his name, just like blind resume here, this character has been on 456 episodes of, of, of television. Mm. He was on Homicide Life in the Street from 93 to 99, Law and Order SVU from 99 to 2014. He's been on The Wire, he's been on X-Files, and he's been on Arrested Development. And this is the actual character of John Munch, played by Richard Belzer. Really? I was he, thinking it was that. And he was so also on an episode of The Simpsons as uh, as that character as well. Right. He's He has uh, like a 456 epi- live episodes of live action television as not just Richard Belzer playing a cop, but as John Munch. And I really, really, really wanted to make him my number one, but the problem is he's never been the right, guy right. on a show. Right. Yeah, we've so never even I, had a whole episode where he's the lead in that episode. He's always the guy that right. comes in and be like, hey, uh, we got the results for that test. Yeah, him and Ice-T were the yeah, B-Squad. Exactly. Yeah, him and Ice-T were but always the B-Squad. But, he's, but he's, he's, he's such a great character. He's It started with Homicide, and he was just this Baltimore street kid who came up and wanted to see his neighborhood do better, so he became a cop, and he was going to fix the system from the inside. Then when he went to SVU, he would always reference the things that used to happen back in Baltimore, just to remind you that he was the same guy. (laughs) But he... He was. He always had these insane conspiracy theories that very rarely played out, but there was always just enough of where he could see from the, the, the perp, if you will's logic that there was always a breakthrough in the case that could be attributed to Munch and his insanity. Right. And he, he eventually rose up through the ranks. He got promoted in SVU. He was he was just this great great character, and while you'd always have these episodes where something awful had happened to Olivia, or you know Christopher Maloney's off being mad and punching somebody he's not supposed to punch, you know. And, and, but Belzer Munch was always doing work, like he was yeah. always shoe leather on the ground on the beat. It was him and Ice T, and they were they were the workhorses. While while the other two got to be the faces of the department, he he's just a, an incredible character who you always he was so likable. You wanted to believe that maybe this was the time he was going to be right. And the crazy thing he said was going to play out. It, it's always so much fun to watch him. Plus, Richard Belzer is just funny. Yeah, that guy is just old school, fantastic, funny. And he commits to that character so much that. At, at a certain point in his career, there was no line between Richard Belzer and John Munch. That's just who he was at that point. Yeah, and, and he still wore the sunglasses even like as not the character. Like he would wear yeah. the little sunglasses just everywhere. It's you know a lot of people, it, even me, it took me by surprise. Maybe I mean I I, fought, I learned about it like maybe ten years ago, which is still late in the situation. But um, that he's a, he was a stand up and he was like a mm-hmm. well known stand up comic. He did Friars yeah, Club roast. Yeah, very well known stand up. Yeah, very well known stand up, and that goes to show you how much he became that character. That I always saw him as a legitimate actor. I always right. saw him like, oh, he's a dramatic actor. I didn't like. I had so when I found out that he was a stand-up, I'm like, get the fuck out of here! And they're like, no, no, he's actually really good at comic. And I'm like, oh, okay. So yeah, it's uh, it, you know, something that I, I even me as a comic learned. You know, I was like, oh, well, that's fucking but, pretty cool. But that yeah. that was funny with that character. It's like, hey, uh, Munch, we're gonna um, we're going into this really dark opium den. Do you want to take the glasses off? No, I'm good. 
no, I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was just, it was, it, it's just, and it's not something that happens where one show, cop show ends and then it's because SBU is not a spinoff of Homicide Life in the Streets. It's a completely different show, but they were like, man, Munch was the selling point of Homicide, right? Like we get it. Daniel Baldwin was in it, but right. Richard Belzer that's who we want and they just brought him over it's an incredible little thing that they did and at 456 episodes he has portrayed the character of john munch in live action television than any fictional character has been portrayed on tv that's amazing that is an amazing fact (laughs) i like it like it Uh, so far no bad picks i I, i'm not a fan of the munch pick but i I respect it (laughs) I, no, but I respect. I'm not a fan of it because I don't like. I've never seen. I've seen Law and Order a million times. I've never fucking cared about that character. But I respect it because if it wasn't, you know, if he, if he wasn't good, then it, he wouldn't be in there for 400. Right. You know I mean, like, I respect the pick. I'm not a fan of the pick, but I respect it. Like, right. I, I, I get the, it. The, just, the weight he see and part my attachment to him also grows from the fact that I used when I was a kid I would watch Homicide Life in the Streets with my mom and he pulled more weight on that show. Right. Still not the main character, but was a bigger part of it than he was on SVU. So when S when I started watching SVU and found out he was there, I was always more in tune to what he was doing because that was what brought me into SVU in the first place. Oh shit, John Munch is back on TV. And that was the the main reason I ever started watching SVU. So I can see where if you're just watching SVU, he is, yeah, he walks by with lab results in a manila envelope and just doesn't even stop, just sets them on a table and keeps walking. Right. I mean, as, as, as an actor, watching, you kind of want that. You're like, oh. yeah, as, as an actor, you kind of want that, like, wait, I just get paid. All I got to do is put this envelope on the table. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> cool. I don't have to remember lines or nothing. Yeah, all right, fuck it. Yeah, Sad I can do that. Card. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, absolutely, man. Um, all right, Neary. Right, so uh, my, sorry about that. Let me get back to my list here uh my number two and one uh i've just been i've just caught an audible and swapped out my, my number two for my number one so my number two is oh. uh olivia dunham from fringe because oh, nice. uh i fucking love that show yeah fringe like, is a great show fringe was such a great show i was late to that party not me late too. in the sense of me I was, too i haven't watched it i, I was late in the sense of <laughs> finishing the show um i watched the very first episode the very first night it aired and i thought it was great i saw the second episode the week later uh and then life got in the way and then whatever and i was like oh and then years later which is probably five years ago now yeah i was like uh i started working on cruise ships and i was like i had nothing but time in my hand so I downloaded the entire series uh, and I just started watching and I just watched from and I binged the whole show and it was so fucking great that 10 years after or 5 years after it's uh, it's you know it, it got it, it, the show was done I was like calling up to random people like hey have you ever have you ever seen Fringe yeah. you ever seen and they're like yeah 5 fucking years ago I'm like well I want to talk about it right now yeah. let's talk about this shit right now like, listen it's- don't feel bad because you know what I just started yeah yeah he literally just started Sopranos I haven't watched the Sopranos I still haven't watched Sopranos I just started watching the Sopranos 4 days Ago, yeah, three so years are ago. You, you wait, you just started it, and Neri, you've never seen it. I've seen the first four episodes, but that was literally without exaggeration. My daughter's about to turn eight, so that was probably nine years ago. Thing is, my, my parents, wife bought oh. me the entire CD DVD collection, like that, for uh, as a Christmas present. That was before yeah. we had kids when we were dating. <laughs> I feel and, like that box that comes with every house, yeah, 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 that's it. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is nice, and get in the kitchen, and it has a nice island, and then the Sopranos collection, and then, yeah, it's got a 
<laughs> yeah, like the thing is, is else. I, I my my parents didn't have it, didn't spring for the HBO. Yeah, I, so I, when I, I, was, never, I didn't have the HBO. I didn't have the HBO either, man. So like now that I have the ability to watch it, I have that actually a fringe on my list. Like I'm I'm just so good, dude. Yeah. I love that fucking show so yeah, much. Fringe, fringe, fringe is. Fringe got dope. Like when Fringe first started, I did the same type of thing. I started Fringe when it first came out, and I was like, "All right, you know, I'll see if it gets some legs." And it was okay. I kind of enjoyed it, and I walked away from it for a little while. And then people started coming to me, like, "Man, did you see Fringe?" I'm like, "No, I, I gave it a shot." It's like, "Oh, you got to come back. You got to come back." And then like, when Fringe got going, like when it hit high gear, it was relentless. It just, that yeah. show it, became. It just became something that you you couldn't look away from. It wasn't something that you got up to go pee and didn't pause it because yeah. you wanted to miss yep. none of Fringe. No, that, I'm one of those guys that I'm you know I'm very uh, and people who've seen me who've met me for for three seconds know this about me. I, I'm addicted to my phone. Like I'm always looking at my phone. Right. I don't mean any disrespect by it. I'm looking at my phone even when I'm at a movie. Right in the theaters. I know. It, especially when it's one of those things where it's like based on a true story. I'm always fact checking. I'm like, oh, is it based on a true story? <laughs> oh, did that really happen? And again, I'm just looking at it like, oh. <laughs> and then, so that's all. That's just my thing. Near, near, near he's in the theater. He's like, "Oh, Freddie Mercury really did have AIDS." That's yeah, <laughs> I, le- I legit, I legit. This was, seems like a Hollywood stretch. I, Let me check this. I legit was googling the the Queen hits. I was like, "That's that." Nah, I can't be them. Hold on, hold on. Another one bites the dust is Queen. Are you fucking serious? Uh, so I started like, like "Ice Ice Baby is Queen." Get the fuck out! Of here. <laughs> <laughs> they stole that shit from Vanilla Ice, man. Um, <laughs> So, uh, but I, but fr- but to the bonus point, to piggyback off his point, Fringe is one of those where you can't do that. You're like you're know, you're yeah. you have to be it, it. It grips you, and you're like, no, I got every beat matters, every line matters, and it's just fucking. And what my favorite thing is towards the end of the series, uh, the last. Uh, the last season for sure and then the season in the half a season before that they do so many callbacks where there's so many like this happened in season one and this happened in season and you're like holy fuck and because I was binging it it totally made sense to me right. I was like yeah this is fucking I just saw this a week ago or two weeks ago whatever how yeah. long it took me but it's fucking Fringe, great Fringe reminded me in that aspect of Futurama where so many storylines were planned out so far in advance yeah that there there were things that were happening, yeah, in season one that were then playing out in the final season that were just these little seeds that were planted that then played out perfectly. Yeah. And as soon as you saw the flashback, it all made sense, but at the time, it didn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a show that is just as fun watching a second time. Yeah, I, I'm like as I'm talking about it now, I'm like, all right, I gotta go back and watch it now. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I guess I'll hold off on watching Sopranos yet again uh, to go back and watch Fringe. <laughs> but it's so good. I, I I have nothing but great things to say. I bought the DVD. Like it's so funny. We had a uh, Dave. I was like, man, you would love this show. He's he's a science nerd. I'm like, dude, you would love this show. He's a science nerd and a science fiction nerd. I'm like, you would love this show. He's like, oh, they're not airing it anywhere. So I went out and bought the entire series on fucking Blu-ray. Right. Uh, this is like four three years ago. Go, and then uh, it turns out that it, yeah, it was actually on Netflix. I'm like, God damn it! Oh I, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I remember that text message. I'm like, they had this shit on Netflix. They had this shit on Netflix, and then 
then the, and then they're like, oh, are you gonna return? I'm like, nah. Like oh. I really love the show that yeah. much, and I'm like, nah, I'll just fucking keep it. For it's all me, really good. For me, if that's a really good show because it's a great sci-fi show and it stars one of the Mighty Ducks. So yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah, why I'm like, oh, that's fucking perfect fucking Pacey. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh my god, Pacey. Pacey grew up. I'm like, Pacey grew up, and now he's now he's working to help the FBI. That makes exactly. sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Totally believable. He won the championship, helped the USA win the title. Yeah. <laughs> Banged his teacher. Banged his teacher. Mm. In the first season, good for you, fucking yeah. Pacey. <laughs> season one, off the fuck out of the gate, you're banging teachers, dude. That was, that was literally like episode three of Dawson's Creek. He's banging his teacher like oh, within yeah. three episodes. I'm like, wow, that's yeah. right. Pacey's kicking in the door to high school like I came here to chew bubble gum and fuck science teachers, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> he triple deep that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> she showed him her flying V. <laughs> it's knuckle buck time. Knuckle buck. <laughs> knuckle buck time. It's That's... knuckle buck time. Oh, good times. Fucking good times. a. All right. Um. Anyways, all right. So yeah. So my number two was uh, Olivia Dunham in Fringe. Uh, she's a fantastic character. She's the fantastic. We've been talking the whole time. We're talking about her, the show, but in the show, she's a fantastic agent. She's an FBI agent. She's fucking phenomenal on her job. Uh, you know, there's nothing I can say that's negative about her. She learns how to be less frigid and more of a human. Not that she's not human, but more of a less of an agent, more of a uh, of a of a of a person. person right. I don't want to say woman. Yeah. Uh, and by the end, and it's fucking great, man. I mean, just her, that show is great, but her character is great. Uh, and she is, uh, by every uh, stretch of the imagination, by every d- definition of the word, she is the leader of that fucking team, and it's fucking great. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, our number twos were Captain Hope from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Chief Wiggum from The Simpsons, John Munch from Law and & Order, and Olivia Dunham from Fringe. <laughs> All right, honorable mentions. What do we got you for honorable do mentions? Geekmore. Yeah, right, on, you the, do Geekmore. on the Geekmore Facebook, um, Alex Suarez has from four to one. Lieutenant Frank Drebin from Police Squad. Uh, Olivia Benson from SVU. Thomas Magnum, uh, the Tom Selleck version. Uh, Carl Winslow. Uh, honorable. He and then he has Maxwell Smart, Sheriff Roscoe P. Coltrane from Duke's Hazard. <laughs> James Gordon from animated series and Jack Bauer. Um, I never considered that James Gordon. Holy cow! Yeah, I told Dave that James Gordon from from Batman and the Animated Series. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, told yeah, yeah, yeah. Da- I told Dave. I told Dave that on the way. Com- Commissioner yeah, yeah, yeah. Gordon. Yeah. Puts a fucking respect on his name. You put respect on his fucking name. You James. You know him on a personal level. Yeah. He's commissioner, yeah. sir. You his you his wife. You his mama. <laughs> he was mama. Now you call him Lieutenant. Yeah, you call him Jimmy. You don't call him that. You call him Commissioner. All right. Ismael Yano has Olivia Benson, Lenny Briscoe. Jim Gordon, Lenny Briscoe, holy fuck, good job, <laughs> and Andy Griffin, Andy Griffith, sorry, um, you know, no, you didn't put Barney Barney Fife, you put Andy Griffin, okay, uh-huh. all right, uh, four to one, Jake Peralta, three, Elliot Stabler, uh, two, Lieutenant Dangle, one, Seely Booth from Bones, honorable mention to Hank from Breaking Bad, Jemiah, he's got from four to one, Officer Bar Brady from South Park. That's great. So Elliot great. Stabler, uh, Sonny, Sonny Crockett from Miami Vice, and Jimmy McNulty from The Wire. That's another show I never watched that I need to watch. I've already seen up until like the first half of season three, and it's phenomenal. Like I've phenomenal. heard it's amazing. It's phenomenal up until season, uh, uh, yeah. but I just life got in the way. Yeah, I think that's when my HBO subscription ran out. 
Yeah. They're like, you had that free sample for two weeks. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to watch The Wire. And then and then it got cut out. I watched oh, the, half The Wire. Yeah, I watched. Um, his honorable mentions were Chief Wiggum, Duty Renisha Williams. I don't know. Uh, that one's from uh, Virgil Tibbs and Seely Booth. Um, then uh, Nakia Leonard has from four to one Robert Gorin from Criminal Intent, uh, Stephen Holder from The Killing, Thomas Magnum from Magnum PI, and Elliot Stabler from SVU. Honorable mention to Veronica Mars, Jessica Fletcher, Sarah Linden, and Stan Smith. Uh, and that's everybody on the Geekmore. Uh, on my personal Facebook, we have uh, Dave Siegel. He said um, he put a gif of Tom Selleck as Magnum P.I. and he says, end of podcast. So uh, <laughs> I guess we've gone long. Um, <laughs> Valerie uh, Valerie uh, Lopez said, uh, f- number four, the cop that got Daya pregnant on Orange is a New Black. Mm. Uh, I, guess that's a, <laughs> I guess that's a thing. That's a porn stat. Yeah, porn oh, yeah, stat. No, that wasn't porn. No, what? it wasn't porn stat. It was the one with the one leg, right? Yeah, what? it was yeah. the one. It was the one that would. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. guy with the one leg. Um, three, Officer Bar Brady. Uh, number two, the redhead cop on South Park. Um, and number one, uh, everyone on Reno nine one one. Nice. Yeah, nice. <laughs> That's my favorite. He's so. It's such a fucking nice. <laughs> nice. Did you see uh, the bonus? Did you see the episode where they were doing a Red Dead Redemption? Yeah, it's so fucking. Right, I haven't let's seen wrap that. this school shooting up. I got a stagecoach to rob at three forty-five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was so addicted. the whole town is addicted to to Red Dead Redemption two and everything that was going on. There were literally school shootings, and he was like, "Yeah, but uh, how do you get the how do you get the like whatever? How do you get the sniper rifle?" And like, "Oh, you got to you know." So it's a whole thing. Right. He's talking about the Redemption two. It's That's awesome. Fantastic. He's like, I, "I was so worried about you." And he was like. You, you you were playing Red Dead Redemption too. He's like, well, I mean, I couldn't leave the house, but, but I was really worried about you. He's like, <laughs> that, he's like, you're at this part. He's like, you're like that's you're, that's like forty hours into the game. Like, what do you think? <laughs> um, it was so good, and they're just completely blowing off school shooting after. School oh yeah, they're shooting. totally blowing it, it off. Was, like, yeah, uh, do you have oh, anything God. to tell us? And he's like, uh, I don't know. We, we had a Spanish like, test, and I don't know. Like, yeah. It was just like the the fucking random. Yeah, like oh, oh, God, normal. So good. Uh, uh, Greg Knapp uh, has uh, there's no order there's no number order so I don't know which is which but he has Columbo Starsky uh, Kojak and Fish Kojak oh, and, who loves you baby uh, yeah <laughs> and I was like he goes I'm showing my age I go dude I, I love all the lists I just don't know who Fish is Fish is the only one that I don't know by name uh, at least whatever so he sends me it's Abe Vigoda was uh, from Barney Miller. It's a it spun off oh. into his own show called Fish, and I was like, I don't know what the hell that even means. Barney Miller, yeah, Barney Miller. That that's one. If you look it up, that's another cop show that was from like the seventies. Yeah, um, yeah, right. and he, yeah. His character, he was from there. All right. Um, so let me see here. Uh, and then uh, Yvette uh, La, La Rosa put uh, Olivia Benson, Hank Voigt. Uh, where's Hank Voigt from? Isn't Hank? It's Breaking from, Bad? It's from Breaking Bad. Breaking no, Bad, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right, right. I just, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's yeah. Hank Schrader, so it's not Voight. So where am I? Th- I don't know. What is so who saying? the fuck's Hank Voight? I don't know. I don't, I don't like when these people put, they, just, they don't put TV shows, like, we're all supposed to fucking, like, follow, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not, it's not like you're putting Jack and Diane, or like, you're fucking, all right, and then, uh, uh, Hank Voight is a fictional. Sam, Sam, Sam and Diane. Jack and Diane is you, a, uh, John Cougar Mellencamp song. Well, that's same thing. He's from Chicago PD. <laughs> Chicago PD. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Christy's right. screaming at. Oh no! I know she. I'm sure she is. Um. Uh. uh Spiewicz. 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 
She, Sipowitz from NYPD Blue. Yeah, NYPD Blue. Yeah, and Fox Mulder. Um, Daniel Freeman has uh, uh, T.J. Hooker. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, and that's it. He doesn't. No, nobody has Ponch. What the fuck's going just on with big, this? Just uh, a big ass statue of William Shatner. That's it. That's none. it. That's it. Uh, the fact that nobody's even mentioned Ponch. Yeah, uh, yeah. From Chips, I mean, like that's it's pretty pretty fucked up. Uh, <laughs> racist man. Why is it? Because he Latin yeah, motherfuckers. Hispanic. Hispanic people can't be cops too, motherfucker. Um, all right, so Dave. From the Mont Geekmore podcast, uh, he has number four, Lieutenant Frank Deblin, uh, Dreblin, uh, Dreblin from Police <laughs> Take Squad. Take your time. Let's I try know. it. Third time. Uh, three, Captain uh, Raymond Holt from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Number two, uh, Dana Scully from X-Files. And number one, Dale Cooper from Twin Peaks. His honorable oh, mentions. Dale Cooper, Cooper such a good pick. His, uh, his, no, his honorable mentions are Thomas Magnum. Uh, Jay Peralta, uh, Joel Swanson, and uh, TJ Hooker. Sergeant TJ Hooker. Joe Swanson. Yep. <laughs> Joe, Joe Swanson. Swanson. That's one of my honorable mentions as well. Uh, all right, so who do you got, Jeff? Honorable mention? All right, I'm going to narrow this down from the 18 that I have. Um, I'm going to go with Raylan Givens from Justified. I'm going to go with, um, and I'm probably the only one that watches, maybe DeBona. Um, Detective Inspector Alec Hardy from Broadchurch. That's David Tennant's character. Yeah. Um, oh, oh God, I'm horny for that. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was I had I picked I well I'm not gonna say because my number one you'll understand I'll mention it when I do my number one. Um, my, I also have Frank Reagan from Blue Bloods. That's Tom Selleck's character from Blue Bloods. I, he's a commissioner in it. I absolutely love him in that show. Um, Charlie Cruz from the show Life. That's the one I was talking to you about, Neri. I love that show. That Fuck Charlie Cruz from yeah, Life. Yeah, that yeah. He, um, he, he, that show only lasted two seasons, but it was fucking great. It's fantastic. Um, and I think I'm. Oh, and then uh, Bull from Night Court. And <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> that technically is law enforcement. You know, yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm trying to. All right. <laughs> My my, fa- my favorite part of that pick is in my head. That's not even on your sheet. Just all of a sudden, it occurred to you, and you're like, "Oh my god, here it comes!" I actually was gonna put the dude from Cops, the animated show that I'm the only one that remembers that had the robot dog with the police. Siren what do you on mean? It. It's crime fighting time. How the fuck dare you, it's sir? Fighting time. Get dude. the fuck out of here! Come on, yeah. Fighting crime in a future time. <laughs> there, when Hell I was a yeah. kid, when I was a kid, in the peak of that that show's. Uh, um, popularity i was at a park uh in, in the neighborhood and there was a cop that rode up to the park and you know the cops are always there and he literally on the speakerphone said it's crime fighting time and i lost my <laughs> fucking shit i was like ah! like i was like it was it might as well have been the fucking animated cop that like, was such fucking, an underrated show oh for sure yeah the guy I, with the fucking machine guns in his stomach that yeah. he would lift he would open his trench, trench coat? coat yeah oh fuck bro oh my god yeah well, i could do a whole fucking podcast on that show that's fucking great that, that show is fantastic it, i'm sure it doesn't age well uh, <laughs> I, don't, sure. I have it on dvd somewhere uh, i'll look probably for probably not yeah i'm sure that show doesn't special age well but... organization of police specialists there there's uh, but yeah there's probably no way it ages well some of those 80s cartoons man yeah most of those 80s most of them yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> most of them all right mike what's your honorable mention yeah okay um so my honorable mentions, I have Robert Barone from Everybody Loves Raymond. Nice, <laughs> nice. Wow, great pick. Yeah. Great pull, man. I have uh, 
I have Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. <laughs> Chip or Dale, whichever one. But um, then, uh, are they law enforcement? Private mm. detectives? They the PIs, right? Yeah. yeah they're I, mean, I mean, Dale is Magnum P.I. Yeah, I guess. So you have to pick Dale, but because you can't pick Indiana Jones. I can't. I can't pick Chip because he's Indiana Jones. Yeah, so Dale. Dale. Uh, Dale. So I'll pick Dale. Um, and for the Cubans, it's Dale. (laughs) I I also have Molly Salverson from Fargo, the first season of Fargo. Oh, Oh, she's so fucking nice. Awesome. Almost made my list, but she's fucking great. That whole show's bananas. Yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah, I mean the movie's fucking fantastic. The show's I, way better, man. I love the show so much, and that first season I saw the, came out, yeah, like, like fire. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, my, I had a comedian friend who was like, "You haven't watched? You get? You get oh no, he told me about he 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 told me about um, uh, phrasing. What's that show? What am I thinking of? Uh, Archer. Archer. He, oh. told, he yeah. told me about Archer, and it was so great. He's like, "Oh, you owe me one." I go, "Have you seen Fargo?" He goes, "No." I go, "We're even." <laughs> we're even. That's what, that's what I tell you. It was fucking Archer. Does Archer come? And then my other Archer ones are uh, Joe- oh man, Archer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have um, Joe Swanson from Family Guy love and it. Stan Smith from American Dad. One, I like it. One of the reasons why I love uh, Stan Smith is because politically, if you watch that show, you're gonna think it's funny no matter what. Yeah. Because you either agree with it and it's hilarious, or you're like, this guy is a moron. Right. And you just start laughing because of that. Yeah. So no matter what, it's always comedic, you know? I like it. I, I, um, I'm um i one of those guys that uh, I think American Dad is better than Family Guy. I definitely agree with you. I was about to say the exact same it's, thing. It's, I, it was so much better. It's, American it's, Dad it's, is it's, the only show where I like every character. And Family Guy, only like a couple of characters. I mean, I like a lot of characters of Family Guy, but I think it's a better written show. It's such a smart oh, show. Agree. It's such a smart like American Dad being such a smart show. Like I think it's, it, but it's that when they did that flash, when they did that episode of they were doing they were uh, doing war reenactments with the Vietnam War in that yeah. in the country in the country club, mm-hmm. and the golf car, the golf cart was a helicopter. And they would go back and forth between real life and what their imagination would think of it. It's fucking, and then literally you see them getting into an actual helicopter yeah and then it would cut to real life and it was a guy in a golf cart and he was and he would do the noise with his mouth i thought that was the funniest i was like get the fuck out of here so and they would do the red marker across their throat right right. yeah 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 yes (laughs) yes did you see the one where stan made a play about the second hand guy to lincoln it was called lincoln lover Remember that Lincoln lover, yes, yeah. and like and the gay community got super attached because, to it. Yeah, because they thought that it was like Lincoln's boyfriend or whatever. Oh, that's and, so funny, and that's why he and thought they, that it was popular. And they invited him to be a log cabin Republican. <laughs> it was it's amazing. This, it's this underground group of gay Republicans because Lincoln was gay. Yeah, <laughs> so fucking good. good, man. Yeah, he's great. All right, Debona, what's your honorable mentions? All right, uh, honorable mentions here. Uh, my uh, Starsky and Hutch. I couldn't pick just one. I loved. I loved watching that show in syndication with my folks growing up. It was a lot of fun. The car was dope. Mm-hmm. So we got Starsky and Hutch. Um, Hank Schrader from Breaking Bad yeah. uh, right yeah. now is really heavy on my mind. I'm actually uh, my wife and I. I've seen. I've seen Breaking Bad. Let me preface with that. But my wife is just watching it for the first time. And last night we just watched the season four finale and started season five. So, oh. like, Schrader's real heavy on me right now. Yeah. I, honestly, yeah. I, I I was tempted to put him on my list, but 
how good could he have been, you know, eating dinner with That's why he didn't that's why he didn't make my list. That's why he didn't make my That's why he didn't make my list cuz I love him as a character, yeah. but as a cop, yeah. he's, not he's not that great. Right. Like he he got he got so close so many times and and he just I was like, uh, you just Right. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just so like I said I I I told her I said I kind of want to put him on there cuz I'm, I'm thinking about him right now, but Man, I, cause, like I said, not to, I can't. I got to be careful with what I say in case you can hear me. But, but you know, I'm like we're five seasons in, and he hasn't caught his brother-in-law yet. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, how good of a cop could he be? It's like if we make an, um, if we do an episode of Mountain of of Best uh, Journalist, I'm not putting Lois Lane on there, man. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Pulitzer Award winner. Yeah, yeah, but he fucking Superman glasses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's <laughs> all you need. Like, awful. Um, awful. I've got. Uh, this is one that I feel like just needs to be mentioned on here. The original TV cop and Joe Friday. Oh, uh, I, yeah. can't, oh. I can't. I can't. I can't really talk Joe Friday. I've never watched Dragnet. I just oh. know that it exists. Dragnet 1949. Dragnet 1949. I was talking to Dave before we came here because Dave says he's never seen it, and it which shocks me because it's black and white. It's black and, and white. Yeah, and it has fedoras. So Dave, I've for whatever. I've seen the movie. Yeah, I've seen the uh, yeah the movie my is my reference. Yeah, my parents yeah. actually I've bought seen the movie. Yeah, yeah. My parents actually bought me the the Dragnet 1949 because I was like, I want it. I want that one. Get me that one. I mean, I loved I loved the the 80s movie because I mean it's you know. Dan Aykroyd Thanks. and yeah, Tom Hanks, yeah, but but yeah, no, but that and, that's great. Uh, my 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 last my last honorable mention might be the only cop that we mentioned tonight who actually routinely got his ass kicked for real, and that is none other than the Big Boss Man himself. Oh, shout out! Yeah, nice. <laughs> big, uh, yeah, Big Boss Man, definitely a law enforcement. He was. He was I love he, you. He had a, he had a nightstick. He was definitely on TV. Raw is the longest episodic running television show in history. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to raise you. I'm going to raise you, Debona. I'm going to raise you right now. The fashion police. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Fandango. Freaking Joan Rivers is my favorite cop. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Joan Rivers is my favorite TV cop. That's a great, but damn, bro, Big Boss Man. That's so fucking good. Yeah, Big Boss Man was the reason why yeah. when when Raw when uh, when uh, WrestleMania 2000 for the for the Nintendo 64 came out and you create your own character, he was the reason why my character came out with a fucking nightstick. Oh, yeah, <laughs> just fucking coming out with a nightstick. Big Boss Man nice. build. Yeah, yeah, just fucking nightstick. I just oh, want a nightstick. Well, that's that's so good. Yeah. So, yes. big boss man. I yeah. Love it. Nice man. Uh, my uh, my uh, honorable mentions are Jack Ryan uh, from the Amazon show Jack Ryan that I just saw season one of. Like I literally was watching it this week, and I was like, "This show is amazing." Yeah. yeah. And everybody's like, "It's been two years. Where the fuck have you been?" And I'm like, "It's amazing." <laughs> But, um, does, but does Pam know that's what he's doing? Now? <laughs> but does anyone not call that show Jim from the Office? Yeah, <laughs> with a gun. Yeah, J Jim with a gun. <laughs> Jim with a gun. The whole time I was watching it, I was like, man, he this this is an elaborate prank that he's pulling on Dwight. <laughs> Holy fuck, he's he's going all out that's on this so one. <laughs> Just um, imagine it, if that had gotten to like a season finale and a big leather chair turned around and it's Rain Wilson. Oh, that would be so good. Oh. I don't think you understand how much I would love that. It would yeah, be yeah. threat level midnight too. Oh, threat level midnight. Yes. Oh my God, yes. Yes. Uh, so Jack turns Ryan. Out, turns out he's actually Michael Scarn Jr. <laughs> God, that's hilarious. Uh, so we got Jack Ryan. Uh, then we have Joe West from The Flash. 
We have <laughs> which you just yeah. added. Yeah, we have Ed Green from Law and Order, and we have uh, Detective Ed Green from Andy Parker PI. Uh, the last three were all played by Jesse L. Martin. So <laughs> <laughs> he has a cop face, motherfucker. Uh, Dreamboat. Yeah, yeah, he does. Absolutely. So uh, those are the honorable mentions, man. All right. Uh, number ones. We got number ones. Round one. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. Do it. Do it. Come on. Come on. <laughs> All right, so number one, Jeff, what do we got for number one? <laughs> All right, so this number one, this is what I didn't want to say when I was doing the honorable mentions. I was torn between my number one and um, d- d- uh, direct um, Detective Inspector Alex Hardy from Broadchurch. I didn't want to put two British shows on my list. Um, my number one's John Luther from Luther. Nice. Um, oh, yeah. Never haven't seen the show, man. Oh, um, but I love oh, I love him and everything he does. Yeah, like so. it, it's a sexy pick. Yeah, yeah I mean, J- John Luther's this guy that he, you know, and and the thing is, it's British. It's a British show, so the the uh, the seasons are really short. Yeah, it's only I think like what like four episodes. I think four or five episodes each each season of it. Yeah. Luther. but you but have this, like movie length, right? Yeah, but you you have this guy who is intelligent. He's known to be an intelligent guy. He has, they, they they refer to him as being very, like he reads a lot of literature. He's he's very well versed and and you know he's he's reliable. But at the same time, he's got these demons inside of him, and he lets his he lets his work overtake his entire life, which leads to issues with his wife, um, emotional issues for him, um, and there's a lot. He goes through a lot of shit in the in the in, in, was it three seasons. Four, I think. Uh, I think three, it's three. I think. three. I think yeah. it's only three. And 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 they, I mean the shit that he goes through in those. And and he's the type of guy that, um, I there's one scene in particular from the show that that I I remember that he he'll he'll get st- whatever he needs by any means necessary, and he doesn't really necessarily care about procedure. So like there's a guy that they're trying to get a DNA sample. So he literally just puts on a knit hat, sunglasses, puts on uh, latex gloves, and the guy starts walking down an alley. He just walks up to him, elp, clocks him in the face, and while the guy's down, he just squeezes his nose, gets blood, and just walks away, gets in the car, and drives off. <laughs> like, that's the type of cop that he is. And the thing is, and, and it just almost talk, spoken about this on, in um, in interviews. interviews, that he's um, said that the thing about Luther is that he's the type of cop that it's that person that whenever you see something on the news that uh, you know there's a child molester that you're like if I got my fucking hands on that child molester the shit I would do his character is threads that needle because I mean the opening scene of the show I mean, it's not really spoiling because the opening scene he literally tracks down a, a child murderer and gets a confession from them and then the guy's hanging off of like the edge of a, of a, a railing and he has the option of saving him or letting him die, and he lets him fall, because it's it's justice. He got a confession. He got what he needed to get, but this guy sh- does not deserve to live because he's a child murderer. He he threads that needle of of do I you know I, I'm a cop, but at the same time I'm a human being, and these people deserve punishment. Um, I I just think he's a really deep. I love that character. So I, I definitely agree with you. I think he's like. Like the Batman they've been writing lately, where he's like super dark and kills people. Like that's who Luther is. Yeah, he's basically Batman. You know. Um, Ironically Batman. enough, in Hobbs and Shaw, he plays Black Superman. There you go. <laughs> he's Black Superman. Yeah. So there's that. There's a tie-in. And you you've seen it too, Debona, right? 
Oh yeah, love Luther, man. Like uh, I, I'll, I'll follow Idris Elba to the ends of the earth, man. Yeah, me too. I. I mean, I won't follow him that far, but I will watch whatever he's on. I'm not gonna. I don't want to follow no, the man. man. I don't. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. Uh, Idris Elba is my black messiah, man. I, uh, you know, here like, we just call him Messiah. We don't. I don't know why you got to put the word black in front of it. The yeah, bono. We see color here. <laughs> like uh, I, I just uh, that that show in particular. I had I enjoyed Idris Elba before that show, and from what I had caught him in this and that, and, and you know when he was on The Office and and little things here and there. But when I watched Luther, uh, that watching Luther will will put anybody on that level with Idris Elba, man, because he becomes that character, mm-hmm. and yeah. nothing nothing else you've ever seen with Idris Elba matters yep. when you're watching Luther and then it's so good that when you even when you're watching other stuff sometimes you're like ah cut it out you're Luther like don't, <laughs> don't. like it well that's how so, I feel about so good. because I haven't seen Luther yet that's how I feel about Idris Elba uh in the character that he played with uh, in the office I was like you're just a dick to fucking Jim I don't understand why you don't like him <laughs> gotta be a dick like the whole time he was punching the rock in the face and Hobbs and Shaw I was like yeah but you would do, you do that do to, to Jim? Jim yeah <laughs> oh, so good. oh I see Charles Minor and his and his aggression issues yeah, I see, I see. yeah. oh cause everybody's gotta like soccer fucking asshole Jesus <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah it's uh, it, Luther absolutely incredible just the it, it's one you know like uh, when I said at the top I had a couple of mine that were really relatable I, I when I say that I mean the fact that I my favorite characters are always deeply deeply flawed and when you watch Luther it despite the fact that if he would do the straight and narrow thing he'd absolutely be top of his field mm-hmm. just his humanity and and everything that for Jeff said. I mean, just demons and just the way that he views the world comes through so strong that he just becomes this insanely flawed but perfect in his flawed character. Yep. That's that's perfectly said. All right. Yeah, I, I mean, so, I'm into I, I, again. He just saw him, man. I think he he he'll yeah. do a watch. So I'm I'm definitely interested in, in watching it. I um, think he would dig it. Yeah, man, I, I like uh, I like most of uh, uh, I was I started watching Sherlock Holmes uh, yeah. and like the first three seasons of the first season is really good. Yeah. Um, so you know I'm in I'm down. Uh, all right, so that's let me see what we got here. That's my number one. Number one. So it's Mike. Mike. Yeah, I again I'm going with my heart on this one. So my number one is Chief Jim Hopper from Stranger Things. Oh wow! That's number one. I didn't even think about Wow. It. Wow, really? Really? I just wanted to use a button, man. I haven't got to use I was that like, fucking... I was like, you don't disrespect Hopper like that. I haven't got to... He's like, look, I'm not done with the season three yet, all right? I'm like... Just because he did Hellboy doesn't mean that you got to be mad at Hopper, okay? I, I, I do, actually. That's a, that's a fucking... That's a, um... I didn't pick his character in The Equalizer. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I, picked, I, I picked Jim Hopper. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, uh, I, I've, I'm, I'm in, uh, I'm up to like episode five of season three, so I'm not quite done yet. It gets better, but uh, I like the, I like the, the I like the season. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the fact that he's such an asshole, fucking dad to this chick, and like you know, he's yeah. he's bothered so much by her dating Mike. Yeah. But Mike did disrespect him and laugh in his fucking face, so I would, you, so, know, I you would, don't disrespect I would, me. I would, yeah. In my own house? <laughs> How my own dare house? you? In front of my girl and everything? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I think one of the reasons why he's 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 all all of my picks essentially in one character. So he's like a lovable idiot with that has a huge anger problem, mm-hmm. and like you know, and even though he his decisions aren't always right, you still love the guy. Right. Um, so like for example, when we meet his character, his daughter's dead, and he's just like has no hope in the world anymore. Right. You know, and like that's why he's the way that he is. You know, in a lot of ways, and. We, we kind of get to see him become a good cop in a lot of ways, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I, I love Jim Hopper. I think he's great. And I think that's part of the reason why he treats Eleven that way is because he's already lost one daughter. Yeah. He doesn't want to lose another one. Yeah. And so but that second daughter could kick his ass. Right. <laughs> so maybe... You know, She's a thermonuclear true. weapon. There is that. So, yeah. So maybe you just back up a little bit, you know? Yeah, why don't you, why don't you just chillax? <laughs> chillax, you know? Lego just, my ego, dog. Yeah. Why <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you say that name? Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> you added that one? It's my favorite. Martha. Um, Martha. Uh, yeah, all right. So what's his name again? Hopper? I know it's Hopper. Really? Yeah. No, I know Hopper. I don't know his first name. Oh, uh, Jim. 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 All right, relax. Take it easy. Uh, I love it. He's like, oh, what's it? what was the name again? No, it's just I didn't remember his first name. I'm I being get serious. It, bro. Hopper, uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. I also think it's really funny that all of my picks are like, hey, I like Chief Wiggum. And you guys are like, I really like the darkest character of all time. Yeah. He's my favorite. Because of this. <laughs> and I'm like, I really like Chippendales. And let me tell you something because this next guy that I'm going to pick, <laughs> like, <laughs> everything is so dark. And then I'm like, hey, have guys, you ever? Had your whole <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had your home family murdered? Well, this guy did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Colombo, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Debono, what do you got for your number one? All right. So I circumvented my own only one person per show rule in the fact that Munch was also on SVU. Uh, was also on Homicide Life in the Street. So I'm going to go back to the Law and Order book here because this is what I consider to be the quintessentially iconic TV cop. And that is Jerry Orbach as Lenny Briscoe on Law and Order from 92 to 2004. For, uh, for, For 12 years, Sam Watterson and Jerry Orbach were the faces of Law and Order. Yep. And honestly, to this day, if you're talking about reg- just regular li- Law and Order, not SVU, not, not CI, none of that, the two faces that people are going to picture are Lenny Briscoe and Sam Watterson. Lenny Briscoe legitimately looked like a New York cop. If I were in New York and saw a group of detectives, I would just expect to see one of them who looked exactly like Jerry Orbach. That, that's what you, what you think of. He was this awesome blend of good cop and bad cop. He, he never had to break the rules. He would push boundaries, but right. he was so good at his job. He could go in the interrogation room and he would, oh, he would get his confession. He didn't have to raise his voice. He didn't have to throw chairs or hit people with phone books. He was just so so good at his job and everyone you know, and he man and when you go back to those those days of, of Lenny Briscoe and Lawner that dude ran through some partners he had Chris Noth and Benjamin Bratt and, and I mean they just kept coming and kept coming and he was so good with any of them because it didn't matter who was playing with him he was so good that the that they elevated to be good too um yeah, and he was only and, written out because he passed away in real life, right? Yeah. 
Fucking it, quitter. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> fucking uh, quitter. He, uh, Why did he leave the show? <laughs> I don't know. He died? <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> his, his, his character, once again, like I said at the very top, I don't, I don't like cops. So if I'm gonna if I'm gonna talk about enjoying something that is cop related, I, I want you to show me somebody who seems like a really real person. So he was he was a recovering alcoholic who over his run in the show relapsed multiple times, including one time he had a relapse, was at a bar drunk, tried to do the right thing and not drive himself home, calls his partner to come pick him up, she's on her way to get him, gets T boned and killed. So now he not only has to deal with the fact that he relapsed, but he got his partner killed because she was trying to come pick him up. He, he, and that was just something he had to deal with for the rest of the run of the show. He was just, he's everything that, that, that I would look for in a TV cop down. It, it was it or a real the cop. fact that like I said, or a real cop. Or, yeah, he just, he's just, he was just perfect in that role. And, also, just outside of just being Lenny Briscoe, I mean, Jerry Orbach is just an incredible human being. He was he was usually considered one of the last true Hollywood performers because he could do it all. If there's, I'm sure nobody listening to this doesn't know this, but if this is news to you, he was both the talking and the singing voice of Lumiere in the animated Beauty and the Beast right. because he had, he's, he's been on Broadway. He's done Law & Order. I mean, he, he did it all, and he was incredible. So I... I could not not have uh, Lenny Briscoe as number one on this list. I like it. I like it, man. I, uh, we... Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't get the Law and Order bells. The dum 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 dum. Dun dun. I should. I should. Uh, Len, Lenny. Uh, yeah, Lenny Briscoe uh, is great. Uh, he, him, and and. Um, and uh, Ed Reed, Ed Green, I'm sorry, are the, are the ones that I think of when I think of Law and Order. Yeah, it's him and, and Ed Green. Absolutely. Uh, and I know everybody on our Facebook was like uh, up on Olivia, and you know they were high on Olivia. And I'm not saying I don't, but I just don't think of her immediately. I think of you know eventually I'll get I'll get to her, just like I think of Kingpin. Uh, his name is Kingpin. I don't give a fuck. That's his name. Oh, you talk you talk about you talk about Gomer fucking Pyle. Oh. <laughs> Put some respect on his name. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, he's. Uh, See, I don't think of him as either of those. I think of Sugar Water. <laughs> Where do you keep your uh, dad? Oh, it's true. It's true. It's it was true. like it was like he was wearing a Lenny suit. Yeah, it was really loose. <laughs> so that was his homage to Lenny. <laughs> Uh, All right, Neri, so what's your number one? My number one uh, is Raylan Givens from Justified. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, uh, okay. one of the, uh, one of the, uh, I think it's, it's what I would consider one of the greatest TV shows. It's definitely one of the most underrated TV shows. Yeah. Not enough people talk about it, I don't think. Justified is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. From everything from the writing, the acting. Timothy Oliphant's fucking Fantastic. 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 Timothy yeah. Oliphant, quite possibly just the most underrated actor of our time. I agree. Yeah. I think I think so. I man. mean I almost I am I had seventy five honorable mentions, but Seth Bullock was another one from Deadwood. <laughs> yeah. He, well I haven't yeah. seen Deadwood yet. Yeah. Yeah. He was the sheriff in Deadwood, so technically it counts. That does count. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, uh, I, I, I love this show so much. Uh, the writing is so well. The acting is so well. His character's well, fucking His character's dope. fucking great. He, he, one of my favorite parts about that, one of my favorite scenes is uh, in uh, season one when he's talking to his ex-wife, who he later rekindles and gets hooked up with. Spoiler alert. Um, 
you know, he's always talked in a low, calm yeah, voice, right. and she calls him an angry guy, and he's like, what are you talking about? And then, and she tells him, she goes, Raylan, you know, you may talk in a low voice, and you may never yell, or whatever, but you are one of the most angriest people I've met, I've ever known. And he never denies it, and I started, and that was the first time I started realizing that anger doesn't just come in volume. volatile volume, it doesn't come in that. And then I started relating to other people, and I'm like, oh, I know people like that who are very angry, but they're not loud and like, uh, you know, but I, then that's one of the things that hit close to me. And one of my fucking favorite lines, maybe of all TV, uh, definitely up there in conversation is when, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of badassery. Like I like when you're a badass at something. Um, that's why I'm not a big fan of Jackie Chan because his Kung Fu is like uh, comical. And I'm like, uh, can I just get a badass? I don't need a fucking, I don't need you to be a clown. I need you to be fucking badass. Uh, I go, I say all this just to get to the point where Raylan Givens literally takes a bullet out of his clip, out of his gun, and manually throws it at a bad guy. And he says, "If I see you here again next time, I next time that bullet's gonna come a lot faster." And I'm like, oh, <laughs> "Yes! Oh my god, that's such a badass line!" And I thought it was fucking great. Well, the opening scene of that oh, show. Oh no! It, I, in Miami, like, it's the opening. Yeah, it's the yeah, opening, opening in Miami, Miami. like at the table. It's that's so, just like it's so the fucking, fucking great. And then the conversation. In Miami, that's how people shoot. They just throw bullets. Yeah. <laughs> they just throw bullets. <laughs> it's bullets and chancletas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and uh, what that opening scene is so great. And then later on, when he's having that that conversation with Boyd yeah. and he's saying like that was a really good shot whatever he was like did you have your gun already pointed at him and he goes no it was holstered and he goes now come on and he goes it was holstered like he was just like yeah that's how much of a badass he is he goes it was holstered like I, that's how quick of a, of a draw he is and I, I I love that fucking show I love that guy that cop is fucking great that yeah. was um, I don't want to say that's my introduction to Timothy Oliphant but that's the one that put him on the map for me where everything from then on was like oh that's the guy from Justified the, the girl next door yeah yeah he was the porn producer. <laughs> That's right. He was the porn yes, producer. He was. <laughs> yes, he was. He's also the outside salesman who turned down Pam in the office because yeah. she was too nerdy. Danny Cordray. That's right. Yeah, Danny Cordray. I was just about to say two of our number ones had bit parts on the office. That's right. That's right. And uh, but I I fucking love everything about about uh, that character. He also just if we're gonna talk Timothy Oliphant, um, this is where I leave you. He's the he's the neighbor across the street with a with a traumatic brain injury. That's right. And, yes. oh, yeah. Yeah, man. And he was like oh he God. was he was there but not all the way there. Right. Like, like he was, was he was still kind of stuck at that age when they got into the car accident and man, like talking about it right now gives me chills cuz he was so good in that role. Really good. He was he was uh I just saw him a few hours ago. I I just finished watching uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, yes, I just saw it Friday night. Yeah. He was the other detective in Gone in 60 Seconds too. Yes, yes he That's was. Right. Yeah. Where he goes, "Damn, he's good." And yeah. he goes, "It's it's it's part of the car. It's, mo- <laughs> mostly, it's mostly I'm sure it's mostly the car." Yeah, he was that guy too. Yeah. yeah. He's, fu- he's great, man. He's fucking fantastic. So yeah. uh, that's our number ones. Our number ones are uh, John Luther from Luther, Jim Hopper from Stranger Things, Lenny Briscoe from Law and Order, and Raylan Givens from Justified. So we so, have two duplicates. Yeah, we have uh, Captain Holt and Dangle, and Dangle. Yeah. So those Dangle's two gotta make it. Yep. So Dangle and 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 uh, Dangle and Is that Lieutenant Dangle. Yeah, Lieutenant Dangle. Lieutenant yeah, you, Dangle. Yeah, you put yes, respect sir. on that name. Lieutenant. <laughs> <laughs> So Lieutenant Dangle and Captain Holt are both officially on the mountain. So now comes the uh, 
the battle for the last two the spots. The last two spots. Uh, hold on. Let me put okay, Brooklyn and nine. Um, Listen, I got two on the mountain, so I'm okay foregoing Luther because, I, I mean, I think he's a great pick, but... I, I would love to agree. I just haven't seen yeah. him. But I would agree based on the premise of everything I've seen um, this guy do is fantastic. I, again, I'm, I am I just have not seen the, the fucking show. So, um, but, uh, uh, he, you know, everybody from, I don't know, who, who else? Uh, Cap, uh, Chief Wiggum. <laughs> we <laughs> have Chief have, Wiggum. We have Detective have Russ Cole. We have Detective <laughs> Russ Cole. Uh, Carl Winslow. Uh, so Vic, wait, is Vic Luther, Mackey? Does Luther? Are we? Do we? Or did did Luther pass? It's up to you guys. You guys, I can't vote on somebody who I haven't seen. I'm not. I, oppo- I'm not opposing I, the vote. I'm just saying you guys vote on that. That's up to you. I can't I vote lo- on somebody. I else. love Luther, and I'm actually kind of upset. I didn't even think to make him an honorable mention. Like I would, I would not be mad at Luther making it because he is an absolutely incredible character. And you yeah, seen it too, Remy? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset with Luther being on it as well. All right. So we could put John Luther on there. Um, Luther. If, uh, if 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 I were <laughs> if if I were going to argue for one of my picks, even though you know like Munch has got the the best run, I think that I think that Lenny Briscoe was was the face of one of the biggest crime procedurals in history for twelve years. I think that when you talk about TV cops, Lenny Briscoe is going to be one of the first, if you're talking crime procedurals, Lenny Briscoe is going to be one of the first people that that, that people picture in their head. That's going to be somebody that's going to jump to the front of who they're thinking of. Or if they don't, as soon as you say it, they're going to go, oh, man, yeah, no, that's that's the one I should have thought of. I mean, again, you know, that he was a great character. Uh, the the problem that I have with Law and Order in the sense of uh, is that we don't really get to know too much of their person of their personal life, which is the whole point of Law and Order. The whole point of Law and Order is yeah. focus on the crime, on the criminals, on the that 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 aspect. Um, I, I think Law and Order came out at the same time. I said I think I want to say NYPD Blue, where NYPD Blue was the opposite, where they're like we're gonna talk about so much of the cops' personal life, and then the crime is kind of gonna be in the back background and law and order was like cool 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 we're gonna go ahead and do the exact opposite where it's gonna be all about the crime and the criminal and then we learn about lenny briscoe correct me if i'm wrong uh throughout 12 years of the run we don't you know what i mean we learn certain things about his character but not we don't get too too much into it but I, yeah no you're you're, you're absolutely right that the show was very little about their lives it was about them on the job for the most part and Honestly, one of the reasons I stopped watching SVU was because it became so much about uh, Maloney and Hardigay's like personal lives that I was like, I don't care about this anymore. Like, I want to watch you catch pervert. That sounds weird. All I'm re- all, all right. I'm hearing from everybody is both from Night Court. So I'm just gonna. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that works. Boom, boom, All right. Um, but yeah, I, I, so that, that's my whole issue. I, but, uh, you know, again, I'm not fighting anybody anymore. I think all these picks are solid. I wish I honestly used the uh, the um, the sound effect just because I wanted to use it. I didn't yeah. actually think anybody deserved that uh, sound effect. But um, <laughs> I think it's like the first one mountain in a while that every pick was like. I mean, not argued that you, there wasn't one that everyone was like, I, I don't have fuck? a problem with any of, uh, of these picks. Lenny Briscoe, again, you know, like he said, it's an iconic role. It, uh, like, you know, I, I, like I have the, no problem in, in, in putting that under. I, uh, I, uh, I will say, you know, uh, 2019, uh, it would be a shame that we don't have a woman on this list. Yeah. You know, 
<coughs> Olivia. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm all for it, dude. <laughs> she's, she's fucking great. She's so good. Yeah, she's great. Uh, I, and I, I, I'm, at, I'm pretty solid with that pick too. Honestly, I didn't even think about Fringe because my my mind just kind of went TV cops. So I didn't, I didn't get outside. I didn't think about FBI too much. Some, somebody said Dale Cooper and all the honorable mentions, and I was like, oh damn, that that was good. So I didn't think very much about FBI agents outside of Schrader just because he's fresh on my mind. Olivia was a very good character and carried that team. So, all right, that's, that's I, I'm okay role. with that. I'm good. I mean, you haven't seen the show, so I guess it's the same thing. I you, saw the first episode. You and I have the same thing with Luther and, and, and Fringe, where I'm like, you, I can't talk about Luther. I can't say anything bad or good, and you can. It's the same thing. With but Fringe. I mean, it, I guess it's in the same situation, like you said. It's just we swapped out because Mike, you've seen Fringe, uh-huh. and you think it's and Devona's seen Fringe, and they're speaking yeah. highly of it. So yeah, I have again, no problem. Uh-huh. And you yeah. said so we can have a lady. Not only can we have a lady, but we can have somebody who's not just a cop, who's also in the federal branch. So therefore, it expa- and it, it, it does encompass the whole law enforcement uh, uh, topic. How know? about this? We have a lady, we have men, but what about a muñequito? We need a muñequito. <laughs> He's from a- Alabama. He doesn't yeah, know what you're a saying. Cartoon. Yeah, he, uh, doesn't, uh, <laughs> he doesn't know what you're saying. One, one of them, one of them color uh, pictures. <laughs> I've, I've, I've missed, I've missed this part of this. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, so uh, my vote is Olivia Dunham. I don't know if anybody else wants to, but that's my vote. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm down for that. I'm 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 good with that. Yeah, let's let's get outside of just just male cops, and and I'm good with it because she was solid, solid, solid through that show. All right, man. So our final list, our final mountain is uh, Lieutenant Dangle from Reno 911, Captain Hope from Brooklyn Nine Nine, John Luther from Luther, and Olivia Dunham from Fringe. Uh, and that's the list, man. Uh, do we have uh, Debono? We got anything? You got anything coming up that you want to promote? You're a teacher, and you actually just started the school year, correct? Uh, yes, uh, I I am a kindergarten teacher. We just started the school year, so I don't actually have anything to promote right now. If for some reason somebody in Tuscaloosa has decided to listen to this, uh, my trivia nights will be back uh, next week. Bingo on Wednesdays at the Houndsuit. Bingo comes back this week. I host both of those now. Uh, so come on out and see me at the Houndsuit. I'm there basically every day, Wednesday through Saturday. Nice, nice. Uh, are you still working bar, uh, um, Debona? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's what the Houndsuit is. It's the bar that I work at. Uh, I'm I'm hosting trivia there on Wednesday nights, bingo on Thursday nights, working security on Friday nights, and bar backing Saturdays. Nice, man. All right, uh, and then uh, Mike. Uh, well, you and I have a show this Sunday. This won't air until the following day after that show. Okay. So you and I have a show at the Improv. Yeah. Anything else you want to promote? That's going to be from next Monday on. Absolutely. Uh, I have a podcast uh, called Child Like It Best with Mike Valdez. You can Child Like It Best with Mike Valdez. Okay. Yeah, you can find it anywhere podcasts are sold. Um, or free, and, yeah, or free, yeah. Because yeah. um, <laughs> if you're selling a podcast, it's, it's hard enough to get people to listen for free. I know. <laughs> Trust me, I know. Um, so, and then my, uh, my what's ins- the podcast about? What's the what's the what- we talk about childhood and because uh, I I really think that no that talking about who you were as a child and the things that you really liked and your hopes and aspirations are really kind of the reason why you are who you are now in nice. a lot of ways. I like that. Yeah. So we kind of go through your journey from childhood um, to, you know, what what you do now, and then we, we review cereal on every episode. Um, that's like our little, like, niche thing that we do. 
And yeah, like breakfast fun. cereal or like, like the other podcast? No. Yeah, we, we review cereal, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I thought that's what you were talking about. And I was like, I don't really listen to that podcast. So I don't know if I want to be on your podcast because no, I don't listen to that podcast. Cereal, like the kind that you eat. Like, yeah, right. Okay. Morning cereal. Right. Exactly. Yo, did you know you can buy bags of Just Lucky Charms marshmallows? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we uh, Cereal that I just <laughs> bought, if anyone's a Parks and Rec fan, I got Sweetums cereal. Oh, what? shit. And it's just marshmallows. <laughs> That's amazing. So it's amazing. Um, yeah, I, I get all kinds of weird cereal. Uh, I like to review cereal that has something to do with my guest in some way, shape, or form. Um, but anyway, so I have that. Um, I'm also a musician. I have an album uh, with my band, Mike That Does in the Noise. Uh, it's called Dreamer. You can find that on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. And... Uh, and yeah, go to at Mike Valdez on Twitter and Instagram, who is MikeValdez.com to find out the answer to that question. And that's it. Nice, man. Uh, Jeff, you're going to be, you're on the current Critter Die episode. Yeah, we just released a new episode of Critter Die. The, for those that don't know, the board gaming podcast, we replay board games and review them so you can know what games to spend money on and which ones not to. Mm-hmm. Um, we just did. Uh, uh, Jurassic Park, the board game, and Jaws, the board game. Right, that That's was awesome. the next episode. Um, yeah, and it's cool. Um, I'm also <laughs> now on uh, Brunchins and Dragons, uh, the D and D podcast that they do. Nice. Um, I've, I'm just started. We just recorded the, my first intro episode. They're still a while for before they release this episode, but um, started doing that. So that should, we'll announce that when that episode's supposed to air. Um, and then a bunch of other podcasts with you guys. Yeah, on the network. Uh, so make sure you guys check that out. Uh, and then my comedy, uh, I will. Well, Mike and I have a show at the uh, Miami Improv the day before this releases, so that you're not going to hear about it. You're not going to know about it or get Unless a chance you have to a go. Uh, or um, you could also, I'll also be headlining the Miami Improv on September 12th, which Oops. is a Thursday night. So make sure, make sure you guys go check that out. It's uh, MiamiImprov.com. Get your tickets online. Uh, it's MiamiImprov.com, the new one in the row. Uh, so check that out. Uh, you could also check out my website at whatwashisname.com uh, and then check out the other podcasts on the Geek Bro Network, including Zeros on Hero, uh, Shiver, uh, which we got to be doing an episode soon, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the next movie was already, we already picked the next movie's Demon Knight. Okay, because we still haven't done the ones. That- oh my God, Tales from the Crypt. Guess who picked that one, Debona? Uh, Neary's never seen it, and neither has Neary or, or Dave have never seen it. For the listening person, yeah. he's pointing Dave at himself. Never and seen no one Demon can Knight? see that. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is an audio format. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Jeff is pointing at himself. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've never seen. I've never even heard of it. I was like, oh, okay. I guess that's the thing. All right, but but Dave hasn't seen it. That surprises me. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then, then then there's the What's Up Bro podcast, the Mamas and Merlot podcast, Comedy Fitness, Talking Geek, Better Let Me Tell You, uh, and of course, uh, Morbid Curiosity. Uh, so make sure you guys check that out uh, at geekbro.net. That's geekbro.net. Uh, Mike, love having you on here, brother. We got to yeah, have man. you on Thank here you more so often. It's fucking yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Debona, uh, I love the fact that uh, this is literally, I'm not exaggerating, I got this, uh, this mixture two months ago, and this is the third time I've gotten to use it. Uh, because I've been traveling so much, but I love the fact that I get to be able to call my friends who, and have them on the podcast that I've never been able to do that before. So uh, I hope, uh, I hope, Dad, thank to you God. guys so much. I've missed this. Yeah, man. I hope to God we get we get you uh, on here more often, man. We're working uh, on a new wrestling one, my uh, Daniel. So yeah, so check that out. <laughs> um, we'd love to have it on, man. Uh, so thank you again, Debona, for for coming on, brother. Love you. Uh, and love you, man. Uh, that's how lists are made. Yeah.